On this episode of the Star Wars Time Show, Matt and Nick look forward to 2021 in all of the not-official Star Wars topics to talk about. Fear not, though. There may not be much going on, but the duo has some Star Wars to discuss, including the return of Lucasfilm Games and the latest issue of the proper Star Wars comic and the new High Republic comic book runs. They'll also delve into the rumor in leaking mills as some information has been leaked about Kevin Feige's Star Wars project, as well as some possible updates on the Rebel sequel and the Ahsoka series. Of course, they'll end with the fan segment to feature responses to the question of the week, as well as to honor this week's top five Star Wars fan artist features. Punch it, Chewie. Everybody, we were caught off guard. We're sitting here talking about Indiana Jones, and lo and behold, it's time for Star Wars time. That is right. We are back, and yes, I am trying to look as creepy as possible. So if you're on the live stream, yes, this is Matt, and I am whipping a thick mustache. Straight up, look, you can see the five o'clock action going on the chin, <laughs> but then I got like the dirty, uh, the dirty Super Mario mustache. You got to get the twist going. You got to get that. Yeah, it's not, the not long enough. Twist. I mean, I, I should have done that in the days when, you know, I had my, my four inch long beard, but yeah, I just, you know, I'm, I'm going for the Chester, the molester look on my final week of vacation and potentially for a new passport photo, uh, because we all know people with mustaches are sane. Right? Yeah, <laughs> they're they're immediately going to be like, you're on a no fly list. I don't even need to look. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> I'm pretty no sure I saw you at the Capitol riots, pal. <laughs> yes, yeah, like don't try to QAnon slip shirt. One past me. <laughs> Weren't you the guy wearing the fucking horns on your head in the Senate? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I've never really understood uh, mustaches. You know what I mean? My dad's whipped one since I was born, and yeah, he still so, does. And he like, would probably look odd to you if he shaved it, right? Oh yeah. If he if he lost the mustache, I'd be like, what the who who are you? I probably wouldn't even recognize my own right. father if he didn't have right. it. But it's it's one of those things where like I, I feel like you have to have the right type of face for it. Yeah, like a like a dumb face. And I'm not making fun of your dad. I'm, this is myself, because you know, first my wife is like, What's wrong with you? Like yeah. I, I have to look at you, please don't do this. But after a while, she's like, you know what? They are creepy, but you kind of can pull it off. So <laughs> I feel like it's hard. That was like a thing in like, you know, the the late, the early 80s, late 70s. 70s, yeah, 70s, 80s. Yeah, because yeah, I'm a, if I go get my crown on, I, I kind of channel a slightly chubbier version of Freddie Mercury. You know what, I, you know what I mean? Okay. 
And yeah. I, I did have a crown because really the, the, these past two weeks, last week and this week, uh, oh, Maddie boy has become caretaker number one, hanging out with the little girl. We've been painting toenails, mm-hmm. mine nice. included, wearing crowns, <laughs> doing all sorts of crazy I shit. That. I mean, stuff is getting squirrely over here uh, on my fourth week off. And again, I'm not I'm not bitching about having all the time off. I know there's people out there in forced time off. Uh, but I will say when you have four weeks off in a row and your partner, my wife works and you have a four and a half year old that you can't just say, Hey, stare at a wall and leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Entertain yourself. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you know, and it's good. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I have a feeling 10 years from now, I'll be weeping about these days when I had dedicated time with my little girl and she actually wanted to hang out with her mustache wearing creepy dad. <laughs> uh, but like last week I'm like damn I just want I want to go play cyberpunk or will I ever do another toy photography shoot I'm mm-hmm. three weeks have gone now and I haven't done shit with the toys is, is the hobby dead so but I always have to keep reminding myself you are a father your life yeah. no longer matters you got to make sure the little one is having fun your own enjoyment it has been discounted in full at this point secondary it's secondary right. actually it's probably tertiary behind the, the the life of your wife as well oh yeah yeah so. I, I mean you might as well put me down what's the word forciary yeah because uh, of the fucking cats because i i am their sole caretaker and leader like i mean <laughs> i'm sure i don't know how it is in your your house with, with all your pets but are you like the the pet god do they all kind of come to you and, and pay pay homage and worship you and want they, everything so I'm the treat giver. So yeah, yeah so that yeah, usually, you're definitely like a, you're at least a Jesus figure in their yeah. eyes. Dude, it, th- this is how my mornings go. I mean, mornings I use that loosely because I can kind of wake up whenever <laughs> I want to. <laughs> yeah, you're like but, you're uh, like Charlie right now. My my little girl somehow <laughs> has already become a teenager slash college kid. Because I was telling Nick, I was like, dude. I think we could start the show at like 11 a.m. East today because my, my, my kid is still fucking sleeping. Hey, man, you can't you can't ask for more than that. If you're looking for a little time off from the kid, that's perfect. <laughs> but like I wake up and well, Taylor wakes up before me because she starts work at nine. So she takes the pup out on a walk. And then as soon as they get back, this started like four weeks ago or something like that. The dog jumps right in bed with me and just sleeps <laughs> with me until He's like, I wake get up, up, lazy ass. Yeah. So I, when I get up, I have all three of the animals. I have the dog and the two cats following me downstairs because they know as soon as dad gets up, oh, yeah. they all get treats. Yeah. It's time. And they all get, you know, their little pets and scritches and stuff like that. So I'm basically like followed by a flock as soon as I come yeah, down Yeah, it's, it's, you're like me. You're, 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 you're the shepherd of the pets. Uh, you know, at night, if, they're, if they don't get locked into someone's room, they always come and flock to me to pay their respects, you know, lay on me, scratch <laughs> me, tear up the couch like Nick and I were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I do love little furry, furry friends. They're great. Indeed. I love cats. Indeed. Um, hey, look, Cryo's back in the live chat. That's been a while. Hey, now. Welcome back. Yeah, live chat's kind of quiet. We got our boy Big Amish is in there and Cryo. I don't know, maybe everyone else is being a little timid today or maybe they just realized that they have better things to do in 2021 than listening to our two dumbasses on a Tuesday afternoon. You know, I, I could see people putting that in their New Year's uh, resolutions, right? No I more SWTS. I will stop wasting my Tuesdays with the SWTS bros. Yeah. Uh, it, it's all good. But uh, before we get into our topics, dude, we got a few little things to talk about. 
Um, in particular, fans of the show, I, I want you all to be impressed because I, I did something I never thought I would do again. And that is I grabbed a Star Wars book. Novel. I actually purchased it for free. Thanks to a tip from my boy Nick here. He's like, dude. Audible, Amazon owns it, you're prime. I guarantee you you have at least one or two free books. He's like, you should at least just 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 check it out, you lazy ass. I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> and of course I didn't check it out. Uh but come Sunday, I, I do like old man walks now, Nick. This is something I don't know, maybe just happens when you turn 40, but uh instead of working out five days a week now, I, I decided I have to take old man walks on Saturday and Sunday, which are it's nice. It's <laughs> yeah. like Two and a half miles. I get about 30 to 40 minutes just peace. I put my headphones in. I'm, I'm usually listening to Stern. It's, it's just, it, it's a nice time for me to just kind of get away uh, and, and go on a spirit walk, if you will. Yeah. Vision so, quests. Yeah. So, so Sunday <laughs> comes along. I'm all excited. I, I got new Stern to listen to. I'm walking my little chubby ass, you know, like my two mile an hour pace. I'm like, oh, and then the shit just stops playing. I'm like, what the fuck? And I look at my phone and it's just spinning on the Sirius app, spinning, spinning, spinning. I'm like, come on. Two days a week, I just want to listen to Stern without feeling like I'm going to poison my little kid's brain with, <laughs> with, with bad words, even though I say way worse shit than Howard does these days on a daily basis. I just wanted to listen to Stern on my walk. And of course, being a troubleshooter, a tech guy that I am, I'm sitting there like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if it's my phone or if it's SiriusXM. So I'm loading up other apps on my walk. Oh, they connect. They connect. I can listen to the Star Wars time <laughs> show right now, but I can't listen to SiriusXM. So I eventually was like, you know what? Fuck it. I emailed my buddy at Sirius, you know, Stern's IT guys like, hey, hey, Ben, fix the fucking app. All right. <laughs> And when I realized that wasn't going to happen because he gave me a ticket number, I said, you know what? My buddy Nick, he said I might be able to get one of these High Republic books for free. For free. In audio format. So no real words and shit have to be consumed and processed by my eyes. And lo and behold, on my walk, you know, I'm still, I'm still out there. I'm huffing and puffing, getting a little frustrated. I pull up Amazon. I search for Light of the Jedi. And sure enough, it shows up and it's like $19.99. I'm like, fuck you, <laughs> Nick. But then I change it to audiobook and it goes, oh, ding, 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 ding. You've never uh, cashed in on one of your free Audible purchases by being an Amazon sheep. And I'm like, sweet. He wasn't full of shit. Cute it. <laughs> downloaded it and fired up the first chapter of the book. And, and I have to say, Nick, if all audiobooks are done in, in the style of Star Wars, uh, was it Light of the Jedi? Something Light, like that? Light of the Jedi, indeed. Yep. I may have to start listening to more of these things because it's a full on production. I, I mm -hmm. mean, they've got they've got a, a soundtrack. They've got sound effects. Uh, the dude reading it like actually changes his voice for different characters. Yeah, and he, he's yeah. way better than I am when I do the announcer, like on this episode of the star <laughs> Wars time show, like he's actually like, Oh, Hey, I'm a girl. Oh, Hey, I'm a guy. I mean, it, 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 it's kind of neat, but I have to say, and, and you know, you kind of filled me in that I just need to get through the first chapter, but I, I'm listening to the first chapter going, this could be the most dull and boring shit I've ever heard in my life. 
Yeah, I, I'm just I'm, I'm I'm getting a point of view of a random ship captain here, and she's just going on and on about how she used to be in the navy and how she, now she runs her ships, which are just cargo transports like their navy ships. Blah blah <laughs> blah. And I'm just going, okay, what 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 the hell is this shit? I, I will say so. This is what I told Matt before we went live. So we we actually got either the full first chapter or a snippet of the first chapter earlier in 2020. And we went over it on the on the cast. So essentially, the first chapter is just setting up how this great disaster happens. If you've been listening to the show if you're, or if you've been following the High Republic releases through 2020, we know that it's all kicked off by some sort of great disaster. So chapter one sets up how that happens. And then chapters basically two, three, four, two or th- two and three for sure will basically show you once the disaster happens what other people around this system, the Hetzel system, are seeing and how it's going to play out. And then by chapter five, chapter six, then you get the Jedi coming in to save the day. Okay. Um, Um, Do you have a chronology on all this shit, dude? Because we're going to go into the comic here. That's one of our topics, by the way. So there's your (laughs) tease for those that like the comic breakdowns. Uh, but I'm reading this comic and I'm going, uh, <laughs> where does this happen? In terms I, I, feel, of- I feel like I probably missed some shit by not, <laughs> by not reading the book first. Because uh, um, it, it, it's like they got, at least in the comic, and again, we'll, we'll do a full breakdown. But in the comic, Starlight Beacon is already launched and kind of doing its thing. Is that the case in Light of the Jedi or no? So Light of the Jedi, Starlight Beacon is, I mean, as far as I've gotten, I haven't finished it yet. I'm only seven chapters in. Um, so, uh Starlight Beacon is is being launched, but it hasn't been fully deployed yet. Okay, from, from what I can remember, as far as I've gotten, so I'm guessing so you, the the comic is is definitely after. It's probably a little bit after because, because the Light of the Jedi is one. It's literally step one. Everything right. that happens in High Republic happens after, after Light okay. of the Jedi. Yeah, so I, I did fuck it up, but I mean, come on, give me a break. Looking at at images with lit- little bits of words and shit is way easier yeah. and way quicker to get through than, than even listening to a book. But exactly. I, I figured it because it, 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 there's a lot of stuff in the comic, which which I actually quite enjoyed. I, I like the characters they kind of use as the POV. Uh, but like one of the masters is missing an arm and apparently it happened in some battle. And, you go, know, they, yeah. they, they introduce uh, Maru, Veter, Yoda, Chris, all like, oh, yeah, you're supposed yeah. to know all these people. And I'm like, yeah. no, nah, because really in haven't. light. So as far as I've gotten, you've only been introduced to three Jedi. You've been introduced to Avar Chris, who is a master. So yeah, master she, she seems Chris. to be one of the main. She's not mm-hmm. on the council, but is a master. She's kind of yeah. like a like a Qui-Gon. Yeah, and then you have Loden Greatstorm. Uh, haven't twi- haven't hitting him in the comic. Yeah, so you get introduced to him in the book very early on, and then his apprentice, uh, Bell um, Estefar, or something like that. Um, right. And that is the three that are basically the first to respond to the great disaster okay. that's happening in the book. Yeah, because I've I've met Master Maru, who seems mm-hmm. to be more of like the the mystical type. And then, like I said, the two grandmasters. And I was surprised to learn that Yoda is a grandmaster at this point. So he's still a grandmaster. I, yeah. I wonder when he first got grandmaster. That's the thing with Yoda, man, is like they can do High Republic. And, and then if they say like, oh, well, we want to go back even f- further, they go back 200 more years. 
Yoda's still on the fucking council. <laughs> right. He's, he's a fucking grandmaster. Like, I mean, it's yeah. him and this, this Veter guy or Vetter. I don't know how they actually say his name, but uh, they kind of roll in. And, and don't get me wrong, a, a 700-year-old Yoda, he, he's a pimp. I, Not I mean, he's got, he's got a little gold on his lightsaber. He's got a little pep in his step, like I yeah. said in my breakdown, which all of you should check out on the Star Wars Time Show YouTube channel. Um, so yeah, I, we'll, we'll get into the High Republic stuff, but I, I did want to let everyone know, because uh, I've kind of cast myself as a moron on this show, which is mostly true, <laughs> uh, but I did plunk down and, and, and got Light of the Jedi in audiobook format, because A, it was free, and B, the fucking Stern show would not work for me on my walk, so that, that's oh, honestly God. why I, I ended up getting the book, man. Yeah, I will say that there's one other definitive thing that was confirmed by the book itself, um, the physical book tells you that book two, the second, the, the, the follow-up to Light of the Jedi, direct follow-up, is The Rising St- Storm by Kevin Scott that comes out on June 29th of this year. So there is like a chronology within these books, and it's not just, oh, the Sule book and then the Su- next Sule book. It is, for as far as we know so far, Charles Sule, Light of the Jedi, book two, The Rising Storm by Kevin Scott. So... Uh, according, I was just going to say, uh, according to the audible version or the audio version of the book, they call him Charles Soul. I was going to say, like, after I looked at his name for a little while on that, I was like, I think we may be saying his name wrong. Hell it yeah, could just it, be it, Soul. Of, of course we have been. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck are we? It's like, we're, we're adding, like, some French to it. Like, yeah, we're adding, like, poupon. accent marks. And stuff. Soule. Charles Soule. It's like, who the fuck are we? <laughs> no, yeah, soul, soul makes more sense, honestly. Um, and he, so, I, I mean, honestly, dude, his stamp is all over written Star Wars at this point. Because, I mean, yeah. he, he leads... I think I think he leads on the on the Vader comic run. Yep, uh, he's doing all this High Republic stuff. I, I mean, he really is kind of the guy. Like the head, almost, I don't know if there is a head writer, if that's like a title for, right. for Lucasfilm Publishing, but he seems like he's the head writer. Yeah, because it's like I don't know. I mean, do these people technically work for Lucasfilm, or are they like ten ninety niners? You think? Where you I know, think they work for him. I think that they. At least some of them. I don't know if like your individual, like if right. you're a one-off novelist or something like that, if you are employed by Lucasfilm. But I think somebody like Soul yeah, and like yeah. Justina it, Ireland are probably. I think Claudia uh, Gray is another one. I mean, Claudia I, I Gray, just. Yeah. I mean, some of the the YA stuff, I'm, I'm definitely not going to get into. But I, I am going to. Yeah. I'm going to stick with the comic run. I, I enjoyed this. I like Keeve, and we'll talk about more of that later. Like I've been saying. Uh, and, and again, I, I just, I, I need to sit down and, and let that first chapter just play out. It sounds like on, on Light of the Jedi, but yeah. I am, I am liking this era with, with just a little sample we were given last week. Cause really last week was the official launch. So, yep. uh, lights out there, the first comic, and I believe at least one or two of the, the young adults and maybe one or two of the yeah, kids. Justina kid Ireland's, um, Justina Ireland's book, I believe it's called Into the Dark is uh available now that's the young adult like like really young adult it's not children because there is a children's book out now but um hers is what is considered young adult while sule and then the or soul and then kevin scott's are considered (laughs) we're not gonna be able to stop we might as well just keep them too late now we we we've like committed too hard to the right. yeah it's Soule. the, the <laughs> so brains the brains are made up he's charles souffle yeah. here in the yeah. star wars time show a test of courage is <laughs> out now that is justina ireland's 
young adult right. book. All right. All right. So there we go. Well, you uh, at least know your... over here we we may <laughs> we may get through Light of the Jedi in about two or three months. I will say that I I really am like as far as I've gotten into it, which like I said is seven chapters. It reads faster than the Thrawn Chaos Rising, um, so that's good. I like books that have short chapters and not like 40-page chapters where it's like you can't find a logical stopping point if you're in the middle of it. Yeah. It reads fast. Like I said, before they even came out or like last week when I just got the book and hadn't started reading it yet, I agree with you that the characters so far that have been introduced are very interesting. And the story that's being told is also very intriguing. So I'm I'm a big fan of it so far. But like, you know, I love I'll, I'll be I mean, and we'll get to it because I, I just keep stepping all over our comic segment. But I, I love the look of the Jedi Order during this time period. It's and and I'm talking like for us figure nuts, even though I feel like I'm slowly even slipping away from the collecting scene now. I mean, that, that's how bad shit's gotten over here. <laughs> Uh, I even last week, Nick, I was making these these attempts to uh, uh, reawaken or, or reignite the fire within my collecting and fo- toy photography soul to do something. Because like I, I've got nothing. I've got nothing in the queue. I think I have two shitty shots left to share on Instagram whenever I feel like it. So I'm starting to feel like, <laughs> all right, well, I got nothing to share. That means you probably should try to create something, but I, I, I can't do it. And a lot of it is I got to spend time with the little kid. And by the time it's five or six o'clock after you've been with a four and a half, five year old all day, uh, you typically just want to either start drinking beer or go down and just kind of tune out and, and maybe play a game or just kind of catch your breath and feel like your own self again. Yeah, uh, but I even like I, I finally was like, you know what? Fuck it. These figures that have been open for a year and they're just sitting here. You're, you're not doing it. You're, you're never going to take a, a goddamn picture. Just get them out of the way. Right. I'm trying to remove barriers, Nick. <laughs> so I'm putting them in the glass cases, putting them on their little 3D printed stand so they don't fucking fall over anymore. And I even was like, you know what? I'm going to go buy tackle boxes for my accessories. Maybe if I organize my accessories, that will motivate me to shoot some toys because it, it has nothing to do with my lack of motivation. That That's why I'm not shooting. It, it's because my accessories are out of order. That's why. And sure shit, Charlie and I, we run out the dicks. I found fucking perfect tackle boxes. By the way, anyone that, that that wants these things to organize, especially your Black Series accessories, if you have an excessive amount like me, these tackle boxes are perfect because there's dividers in it so you can actually set rows for spears, long guns, <laughs> short rifles, handguns, heads, hands, right? Nick's sitting there going, holy shit, he is is truly losing his mind. But I know people listening to the show are going like, yes, that would be great. Yes, accessory OCD. My tackle box just has fishing line, hooks, (laughs) sinkers, pliers. Yeah, yours yours is actually (laughs) a real tackle box. Yeah. They're perfect, though, man. They're they're nice little (laughs) flat uh, boxes. Like I said, I got two of them because you can't mix good guys and bad guys together. So the good guys have a box and the bad guys have a box. And even within that, here's where the OCD gets really crazy. First order guns can't be mixed with other era guns. So first, yeah, first order guns are all in their own little (laughs) slot. (laughs) 
Because, uh, you know, the the Imperial stormtroopers will right. never use the exactly. guns of a First Order trooper. It's just oh, not going to You know, happen. in this community, like if I, if I posted blasters, a picture no. like out of era, they would they would kill you. Yeah, you would be skewered. We would oh, lose he's all using of our a listeners. First Order with Cad Bane. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> we you would know, that lose all of, of our lister- <laughs> listeners instantly. The show would fold within weeks. So. Well, I'm pretty sure we are. We already managed to do that just by taking a week off because <laughs> the stream last week was our was our lowest uh, view in, in a long time. And then this week we got in here and we're like, "Hello, hello, McFly." A, I mean, there nobody was here. We gotta we gotta give the people time. They're they're you know they're still coming back from their breaks as well. They're they're I, on know, a mental break. I blame it on google's decision to stop sending out email notifications yeah that did kind of i'm not fucking around like i know they looked at the data and they're like yo 0.02 percent of people actually use those emails and sadly i was one of those 0.02 well here's the thing is the way that they use it they were like oh well only 0.1 percent of people open them it's like for a notification email, I don't need to open it. It literally says in the title what I want to know. Right. Star Wars Time Show is live. It's like, okay, fine. Now I can just go to it. Like the, the fact just, that they I, killed I, it. I know I've missed a ton of content because over my years of running EB, I, I built up a, a hell of a sub list for, you know, fun channels to follow, trailer channels, game channels, Star Wars channels. And every day I, I just kind of be like, all right, well, there's a notification. Don't care about that one. Ooh, let me check that one out. And these days, I'm not going to look at the YouTube app to, to see notifications. So uh, yeah. apparently, Star Wars Theory has released either a trailer or the, the whole second episode of his fan film I had no idea oh. about. Uh, it's just other weird shit. And then, you know, yeah. obviously, that's why we don't have a bunch of people <laughs> for our live stream. That's why KRT can do a fucking 36-minute hot live stream and get 7,000 views concurrently. And it, we are going to talk about it, but I mean, they, they ran a live stream on uh, the, the Rebel sequel update, and it was essentially our speculation segment from last week. Yeah, it was, that it was literally the exact same shit that we under were the saying. guise of it being a leak, where we just use our brains. We're like, listen, I, you know, I, that was one of my predictions. This is the segment I was talking about. I was like, Rebel sequel. I think we'll finally get something. Either it's dead or this. But then we both, Nick and I, were like. Honestly, though, with Ahsoka and where we are predicting where that's going to go, the Rebel sequel seems mute. Yeah. Uh, and of course, they jump on that with, oh, it's a leak. We know, blah, blah, blah. And now they blow up on Reddit again and they are the kings of Star Wars. But yeah, that's just me being a hater. It's never going to fucking change. <laughs> go, go watch oh, that wow. 36 minute long live stream. I don't know how you fuckers watch us for three, four hours sometimes. <laughs> so I guess I'm not this, really saying much. We're but almost 36 minutes into this podcast and we haven't even started the show yet. We haven't so. done a damn thing. Like we haven't said anything <laughs> of, of relevance or importance or that could enhance any of your lives. It's very true. Yeah. They're like, hey, we got some leaks. Here's the time. We're going to go live and thousands show up and they're like, and then they're sitting there like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You're never going to get your at least, you know, over here on the Star Wars time show, you're never going to get monotone for too long because, you know, my ass will at least get fired <laughs> up and maybe have another uh, Boba Fett bitch off uh, <laughs> where I try to offend people. And I actually have people drop their subscriptions to us 
Uh, so, you know, we we like to keep it a little colorful over here, but whatever, dude, Let, let's get into it. We do have some topics. Yeah. Uh, I, I know a lot of you, you're probably like Nick and I, we, we, we came off such a damn high with The Mandalorian, uh, the, the Luke episode, the, the Disney press event and all the reveals. And then you're going right into the holidays and you're just like, yeah, it's 2020. Life kind of sucks. But you know what? As a Star Wars fan, we're having a good time. <laughs> Life is looking good. And then, you know, the trees go away, the lights come down, and you're left here now on January 12th going, well, what the fuck are we supposed to do? Like, there's, um, we, we don't even have a firm release window for Bad Batch or any of the 2021 Disney Plus shows. All we really know, my friend, is some batshit crazy WandaVision is coming out this Friday, and if you've seen the trailers for it, I don't know what the hell to make of that. I, I, I always kind of... I guess I give the MCU people a pass because they haven't done us wrong yet. But yeah. the marketing for that show has has been terrible, in my opinion. Like, I, I, I want to watch it just to see if it's as big of a train wreck as the trailers make it out to be. Yeah, I, the funny thing is, is like, I don't have cable TV, so I don't really get a lot of commercials. Like, you know, I, I watch Hulu and I'll get, I have the ad supported Hulu. But outside of like, one post about it releasing on January 15th. I had heard nothing about WandaVision. I was like, what's happening here? I know that there was like a trail, like a, not even like a trailer. It was like a teaser that showed like this, this little life that they're living in. That's uh, dude, almost it, like full house is fake. And is I have wonky. no idea what's going on. Like on Disney plus they, they've uploaded their, they're calling it like a legend series or something where they give you, uh, Oh, Sorry. They give you kind of like a Cliff's, Cliff's Notes video breakdown of the characters that are going to be in these Marvel shows. So, I mean, there's one up there for Vision and Scarlet Witch, but yeah, I'll check it out. But, you know, kind of back to the Star Wars thing, we are we're back in no man's land. Yeah, the future is bright, but the present right now is yeah, bleak. The is bleak. The present's a little little empty. Yeah, we, <laughs> so. we may have to start cooking up some more uh, battle Special brackets time. and shit to fill time because... Yeah. Uh, I feel like this this week we got lucky with a few topics, but uh, y you never know. So maybe we'll, we'll be having some special topic cast coming up in the, the early part of 2021 on the SWTS. Uh, still working on the interview circuit, working on uh, Blainer things. I, I just need to make Baron's Black Series an official part of the team. I think I'm, I'm going to do it. Yeah, um, he's, he's just the just remove on of. <laughs> From the unofficial. Yeah, I'm gonna, I think official I'm going to get him a, a Star Wars time email because the guy really does, without any prodding, is out there hustling and trying to get people to talk to. Yeah. Uh, even if they tell him to go fuck himself. Uh, so hey, I, at I, least I, if they tell him to go fuck himself in the future, it can be done over official channels. So. Right. Yeah. So I, I think I'm going to add Spencer to the, the official SWS. Uh, SWS. Yeah, Star Wars show. We're yeah. now the Star Wars show. We've taken. <laughs> I, I over wish we, for we should Carboni be the fucking Star Wars show. I, I I do like Andy. The other guy yeah. is a dildo. <laughs> I, I got nothing wrong with Andy Gutierrez, but the dude, yeah. fuck him. And again, this is me being a hater, right? I mean, I yeah, I am I mean, open about it. I want to be those people, so I am going to shit on those people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's not not a good way to go through life. So, but that's so the way Spencer, I, I hope this was a good way to hear that you're being promoted. Uh, I know it wasn't uh, as Thanks, flowery buddy. or as grandiose as you would hoped, 
But uh, Spencer Barron is now becoming our yeah, he, official he, Star Wars time and, show um, PR. You know, don't hold your breath, Spencer. I, I'm the one that's going to have to do it all, and it's technical <laughs> shit, and I hate doing technical stuff. So, I mean, this could this could be like a, a months long venture. But I do plan to get you a a Star Wars time domain email, and I may even throw you up on the masthead on the site. Yeah. I will say that the one time that we added somebody else to the site, they've all, they, they only wrote one other one yeah, they, they article and doing, never came back. And that they was the stopped intern. doing anything for the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that is the intern, aka Mr. Tico. Uh, I'm sure he's feeling a little down today, like I am, because our Buckeyes just got absolutely blasted last night. I got waxed pretty. Hard. I'm not going to say I was surprised, but when they actually were hanging with them for the first two quarters without their full team, I was like, all right. And then Alabama just bammed them. I mean, it was they, they couldn't fucking stop them to save their yeah. lives. And, and and they even took out their Heisman. They gimped yeah. their quarterback, and they still couldn't stop the backups. It's like, I want to cheat like Bama cheats. There's he no way Bama so went well. all season without a COVID outbreak. Their, their coach fucking had COVID, yet none of their players had it. Give me a break. Yeah. How does he do it? I hate I the know, guy, man. just like I hate Belichick, but I respect him because of what they do. Yeah. I mean, he's got so many national championships just from 2003 to now that he's now has more than Bear imagine. Bryant just at Alabama. Yeah, it's it's nuts. <laughs> it's it's so crazy. Nick Saban is a man. He's also the highest paid coach, I think, anywhere at this point. Yeah, I, it, it like, is. It's like I know people that look at the score and be like, oh, the Buckeyes didn't deserve to be there. They, they totally deserve to be there. There's just they, they were missing two D starters, 11 other players. And they were going up against one of the better Bama teams that's been out there in the past few years. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> Devontae Smith had 12 catches for 200 yards in the first half. Right. <laughs> and we, we so, broke his hand or something. Like he, I don't even know if he played the second half. And he, he didn't, did, he didn't play in the second half it, at it all. It didn't matter. But then they had their <laughs> JV in. I mean, this is one of those games where the intern, I was texting, I was like, hey, bro, I, I got to tune this shit out. Let me know if I need to turn it back on. But I, I'm just someone that... If I know it's hopeless, I, I can't sit through the pain. Yeah, you probably turned off the Steelers game then. Too, oh, dude, the Steelers <laughs> game. Fuck that. This is going to sound sick, but this is the type of fan I am. If my team's going to lose in the playoffs, I'd take what happened to the Steelers any day over a, a last second field goal or, or loss. Any yeah. day. Because Nick's right. Within five minutes of the Steelers playoff game against the Browns, I was I was emotionally detached. I was like, ha, ha, this is a joke. It's 21 to nothing within five minutes. Yeah. That was 28 to nothing by the end of the first quarter. So that was actually easy for me, Nick. I mean, usually a game like playoff games, I get very anxious. You know, all day yesterday, I was kind of pacing, but I still knew. I was like, you know what? Don't don't get too upset. It's It's Alabama. Your team's fucked up don't expect anything good and i i picked the steelers to lose just because I, I explained last week i hate my teams <laughs> more than the opposition uh, so i always expect them to lose i'm you know glass half empty that's how i live my life i always prepare for the worst just in case it comes so i'm ready and if it doesn't it's a little more sweeter but i'll tell you what <laughs> once that steelers game started it's like well uh, I guess I can go watch the crown because <laughs> there's nothing worth uh, sticking around for this shit show. So here we go. 
Here we go. All, All right, man, right, let's, let's get into... Let's kick off our shit show. Let's get that's to right. it. Let, let's do some Star Wars talk. I mean, we did sprinkle some Star Wars into that 35-minute... Yeah, we talked about the High Republic for a bit. ...diatribe of, of nothing, but... <laughs> uh, this first one, honestly, I, I was talking to Nick before we went live. I was like, dude, I, I'm surprised you threw that up there, because when I saw this Lucasfilm Games deal... I just saw a scissor reel trailer and was like, hey, look, this is what Lucasfilm games. It's it's on the box. And it was like they start the trailer with <laughs> Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, which, you know, if you listen to the show, you know, uh, my man and I, we, we love the game. But mm-hmm. y- you wouldn't think if you're like, hey, we're Lucasfilm games, hear us roar, that your sizzle reel starts with a mobile game that most of your fan base despises because <laughs> it's from EA and it's a mobile game. Yeah, I mean, you get <laughs> you get actually get like the sizzle reel itself is secondary to the actual announcement. Right. And so, that's, that's why and a good that's, thing Nick reads, because I, like most humans these days, just saw, saw the moving images and was like, yeah, like the sizzle reel itself is everything that's already been developed. So you see some it's actually interesting what they put in there. So so everything that you see outside of Star Wars, the Old Republic MMO has been was released under the licensing deal from EA and Star Wars. Um, and everything to my knowledge that's been shown in here that is story related content is is canon. But I don't know. I mean like one of the prominently featured things is Knights of the Eternal Throne uh expansion pack on Star Wars the Old Republic and that game to my knowledge is not considered canon, but whatever. Anyway, the the big piece of news here is that Lucasfilm and Star Wars have officially announced Lucasfilm Games as the umbrella under which all new Star Wars games will be developed. And, and Nick, don't, correct me if I'm wrong, but we have we heard this months back where they were rebrand or re uh, I basically guess kinda, taking LucasArts and then kind of. I just I, I know it. I know the the whole Lucasfilm Games thing was a thing earlier in 2020. Like, hey, yeah, we're we're gonna fire up Lucasfilm Games again, and blah. It just stopped at that, and then this seems to be the next, I guess, uh, announcement reveal. And like you said, it, it's still not what we want to hear. Like, th- this isn't like, oh yeah, Lucasfilm Games has the license back. No, 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 no. Uh, I think EA still owns that. Sadly. But hopefully this is uh, Disney's and, and Lucasfilm's uh, posturing, letting us know like, hey, when, when, when this deal ends, we're going to start taking it in-house again. We're, we're going to start taking mm-hmm. on the burden of development, publishing everything and, and, and cut out people like EA. Yeah. Is that so what you're thinking is, or, or is this just more bullshit? I, I really do think so. Because so this is what it says on the official <laughs> Star Wars site. It says Lucasfilm Games is now the official identity for all gaming titles from Lucasfilm, a name that encompasses the game's rich catalog of video games and its eye toward the future. So to me, that means one the as we all know or we all should know EA licensing deal for for video games ends in 2023 i believe so there's still 2 years left on it but we have not heard anything about a renewal of the deal in fact we've heard a lot of people saying that the deal itself was probably a bad idea to start with um so now establishing Lucasfilm Games as this sole identity for all Star Wars games and all for all Lucasfilm games is a big step in the direction that you were talking about, Matt, in the, in the direction of 
moving away from that licensing deal, that exclusive licensing deal with EA. Um, Don't you think, I mean, I'm still thinking that was one of those deals, you know, they're like, hey, here's four billion. Thank you. And they get it. They're like, what's most important to us? In our little treasure chest we just bought from George, what is most important? And obviously they're like Skywalkers. Yeah. The movie. Bam, and then you know they gave the the games to to the intern. They're like, "Ah, oh, do something with it." He's like, "Hey, EA, you want to take this on so we don't have to think about it for the next ten years?" Thanks. Yeah, and like I remember when that deal was announced. Like at that time, EA was still a shit show in terms of a like a publisher, but they had all the studios that had made great Star Wars games in the past. Like they had Bioware, and that was mm-hmm. in 2015. Bioware still wasn't as shitty as it is now like it it wasn't a complete disaster they had <laughs> they had visceral they had dice and one of the things that i was excited about was the potential of dice making a battlefront game but then when it came to fruition i was like man it just really like battlefront one just really didn't live up to my expectation no it, it sucked yeah and and like i kind of felt bad for feeling that way for feeling excited about this ea licensing deal but now i feel like they have realized that too. Like they have, they like Lucasfilm and, and Disney have pulled themselves back from like the complete and utter enamorment with the, the movies themselves. And they're like, okay, well we have to realize that we have, now we have TV, we have movies, we have games. There's a lot more ways for us to make money and to capitalize off this franchise. So this move I think is a good move and it, it is the move that will eventually lead to, a more open publishing initiative for video games. And one of the big things that I actually was surprised to see today was an indication that this could be happening sooner than we think. So even though it's not Star Wars related, the first announcement under Lucasfilm Games was that a brand new Indiana Jones game is now in development by Machine Games under the production or under the uh yeah being produced by todd howard who was the head of bethesda game studio um which is totally unaffiliated with ea in every way did is he leaving bethesda i mean bethesda is technically owned by microsoft microsoft now now, right so So this is no idea what i mean honestly nick this could be a tip of the hat to like uh, hey by the way if you want to get into some of these Lucasfilm games, at least this one, it's going to be a Series X exclusive, or at least a timed exclusive. So the Machine machine Games, the actual developer, is the developer of um, Wolfenstein Youngblood, and that was multi-platform. I don't yeah, think... Yeah, that, machine... that was pre-Microsoft owning Bethesda. Like, th- this is yeah, new. I don't think that, that Machine Games is owned by Bethesda. So yeah, I mean, look right under here. The first reply: praying this isn't Xbox exclusive. Yeah, if it is, so, big deal. Build a PC or buy an Xbox. Yeah. So so Machine Games is owned by Zenimax. So Zenimax owns Bethesda or owned Bethesda, but Bethesda does. It's not the other way around. So I think that Microsoft bought Bethesda from Zenimax because Zenimax owns a ton of studios. Like they own, let me give you a quick, they owned Bethesda. They own Zenimax Online. They own Arcane Studios. They own id Software. They own Machine Games, Tango Game. So like they own a fucking ton of studios, but Bethesda was specifically like 
picked out and bought by Microsoft. Yeah, hey, well, good thing I have an Xbox just in case. But yeah, I yeah. mean, so we got the an Indiana Jones, nothing Star Wars related. Nothing Star yet. Wars related, but that shows that Lucasfilm Games is now working with other publishers, other game studios to make titles, which to me says, hey, get ready because this is probably going to happen with Star Wars. Yeah, I, I, I'm still slightly bummed about the star wars gaming verse at this time because I, I mean i know it's coming down the pipe it's gonna be another fallen order shit it's like okay it's good eight out of ten type of game but the you know milk toast boy yeah, do yeah. something with the mandalorian like like we've been saying for months now make a fucking open world star wars game just like ghost of tsushima it's not yeah. hard you got the I, damn roadmap for you at assassin's creed star wars i don't give a fuck what you call it just make it <laughs> I think that at this point, EA has kind of run their course with the license. It takes a long time to develop a game. And if they're not going to get the license renewed before it ends in 2023, they really don't have a lot of time yeah, left. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, these, these idiots better make. be planning something at Lucasfilm Games then. Yeah, because I would hope so. Enough's enough. I mean, I love Swago, but it's, it's a fucking mobile game that's been around for five years. Yeah, and uh, I play it every day. But again, it's a free mobile game. It, it, it's a time killer. It's essentially just a routine for me. It's not. I, I wouldn't necessar- necessarily say I get enjoyment out of it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally just like it's now a part of your life, your day to day life. It's gone into my OCD constructs where if yeah. I don't do my daily swagos, I could die. It's one yeah. of those things. <laughs> So, I mean, all that we know that's coming from EA for sure is Jedi Fallen Order 2. We don't really have a release date on that yet, to my knowledge. I would assume it's probably going to be late 2022. Um, but at this point, I don't see EA coming out with any sort of huge announcement like, yeah. hey, here's no, the you're next right. big you're right. Star Wars franchise. It's just like, I mean, even, even Cyberpunk's busted-ass world. I mean, imagine that world... But the the Star Wars thirteen thirteen, you know, you're, yeah. you're you're still a you're a named merc. I mean, that's what you are in in Cyberpunk. You play a character named V, but v, you're, you're yeah. basically just a mercenary. And I am still playing that game, dude. I, I looked. I'm almost fifty hours in. I I can't help it. it it's yeah. It almost know, reminds it just... me. You gotta understand. Like I grew up. My a lot of my gaming was spent in the NES, SNES, PlayStation One days before consoles were connected. So yep. whatever game code you got, that's what you fucking got. Uh, I mean, a lot of the games <laughs> I played were glitchy. So <laughs> playing Cyberpunk, it almost makes me feel like I'm back. Nostalgia. In, yeah, it is. It's like you just just be playing and it'll fucking turn off. Yeah. Uh, or like uh, you know, half the map won't render, or, or people melt right in front of your eyes. I've seen fuckers. Like I'm just sitting there, and you'll see a dude like ragdoll across the sky, like zero <laughs> physics. But the story, the side jobs, and just farting around Night City, you know, blowing people away if you don't like them or stealing cars. <laughs> it, it's got that kind of GTA. I could just live in this world and do dumb shit all day type of feel. Yeah, I haven't picked it up after the first couple hours I played it. I don't know. Like, I'm sure it would grab me, but I'm just like in full addiction mode with the Star Wars. Yeah, MMO. hey, dude. I mean, there's there's nothing else to play right now. That's yeah. why I keep playing it. But if you have a game that you like, play it. Like, yeah. I used to be a guy who was like, oh, I got to play this because I got to play it. It's like, no, I, I want to get back to where I just 
I'll game if it, if I like it, if it makes me happy. Otherwise, I'm not going to, you know, force myself to do it. But I, I have had some sort of fascination with this busted ass game that at this I point, that, I don't think there's the, anything they could do to fully fix it. The Polish government is literally like, may like sanction fucking CDPR. Like they're, they're, <laughs> they're literally opening an investigation into CD Projekt Red's work on Cyberpunk 2077. And they may like, I don't know what they could do to them as a governmental body in Poland, but they may find them. They may do something to them because of how this game has been essentially falsely advertised to some degree. Like, right. especially if you bought it on old generation. I mean, at this point, old generation. Granted, PS5 and Xbox Series X have only been out for fucking two months and half the people in the world can't even get one. So, but if you if you bought this game on like a base model PS4 or Xbox One, it's it is hot garbage. So, um, yeah, man, it's it's a weird nah, he, time. He's in, not kidding because I still have just an Xbox One X, which is a great console. It's not yeah. the Series X. Uh, that's kind of become what you know. I got a new TV, so the the way it happens in the Haywood house, if a new TV comes in, it comes to my pit. Yeah, right. So I I got the seventy five inch Samsung. Nice. My 65 inch Samsung goes up to the family room above the fireplace. And then that 50 inch Vizio went to the dining room, kind of where uh, Char and I do the schooling every day. And just, you can watch from the kitchen. Yeah. Um, what the hell was I saying? You were going to say something about CDPR 2077 on one X. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the nice thing about Microsoft, it doesn't matter what console you have, your saves follow you throughout the cloud. So I was like, hey, whatever, I'll, I'll, I'll download and install 2077 on the One X. And Jesus Christ, it, it does. it's like the camera hardly even moves. Like if you try just to pan around the, the world, it's like like there's no fluidity to it at all. And dude, like you have to realize that before two months ago, that was like the flagship console of xbox yeah like that that should have <laughs> yeah. been what you were aiming to release this I game mean, on. It, it was i believe <laughs> at least hardware wise the most it, powerful yeah. console even more than the ps4 pro and it it, yeah. it it struggles to run the shitty console port of cyberpunk <laughs> that is yeah that's fucking ridiculous i mean i hope that that CDPR can kind of figure shit out because I really would like to see a studio like that make a Star Wars game. I mean, the, the work that they did on The Witcher was was really, I don't want to say revolutionary for the games industry, but it was really the first trilogy of games that came out with next to no controversy around them in terms of right. the offering of the game and the story that was being told. It was It was a pretty clean trilogy. And then to see them release 2077 to complete disaster literally almost on every console aside from pc but even now pc is like if your save gets too big it'll literally just delete your yeah, game you're saying that is just that is <laughs> insane and yeah. they're like well there's no fix eight megs or bus and I, I don't know how you design a game that way and think that that's okay know. but uh, yeah uh, what, it, what was it is, when this first came out cdpr lost it, it, like it lost a, like a billion 30, dollars in valuation. I believe. It lost 30% of its stock value in three days. 30%. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> like, don't rush a product to market. <laughs> okay. 
No. Oh, look, we got we got Devin and SW Props popped in here, and they hey, are digging. Welcome to the show, the, the porn stash, as who called that big Amish? That was Amish, stash. and I saw Liam give you a nod to the stash as well. Liam's back in the show, but it's it's a good um, creepy old guy stash. I I will admit it. I, I might I might wear it longer than I probably should. There you go. Uh, but uh, as we were talking about. Lucasfilm Games is announced. There's no Star Wars titles that are announced for it yet. Only the Indiana Jones, but it's something to keep your eye on if you are a fan of Star Wars video games, especially for the next couple of years. Because how much you want to bet the Indiana Jones game is perfect? Because they're just going to make like an Uncharted as they should. You'll be able to like explore. It's not going to be a a shithead character like a milk toast boring guy. Obviously, I mean that is. The easiest thing to do, honestly, is just to make a Uncharted clone. Exactly. Like, just say hey, Indiana Uncharted Jones. It's yeah. it. The worst like, thing that they could do is to try to make it like a a Fallout <laughs> or a Elder Scrolls, where it's like this completely because that just doesn't fit indie. Right. Um. But yeah, that should be an easy home run. Fuck. Yeah, I would want an indie to get an indie game to be third person action RPG ish type of yeah. stuff. Like ex- you know. Uh, finding relics doing these different types of things and i'm excited to see what happens for star wars under this new umbrella um but yeah i mean lucasfilm games official now it 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 literally took over the lucas arts twitters like twitter and facebook and everything like that so if you followed lucas arts before then you are already following them on twitter or on facebook or wherever else that you were following them they just repurposed and renamed it so uh that's the, the big update there yes you are right liam i have been hanging around the playgrounds a little too much they call me yeah. chester the molester yeah he's... and kingdom of weird no i've actually have not blown a gasket yet but we are only an hour into the show so you just never <laughs> miss too much no. didn't miss too much yet but it, it could happen at any moment i mean we have a big uh a big thing coming up about Kevin Feige and Star Wars finally, but we never know where that can go. So we'll see. Magnum PI as a guest host. I like it. That's why I like the regulars, man. You got you gotta love the Star Wars time show super fans. They keep me they keep me going. Yeah. Uh all right, dude. So yeah, Lucasfilm Games. Let's just keep our fingers crossed for something great. Please, yeah. people, I know you're listening. They've done it for you. Sucker punch. You name it, it's there. The templates, Ubisoft, call them up. All you have to do is make an AC-like Star Wars game. Steal their source code, reskin everything to Star Wars. Yeah, I wouldn't even care if it's a Jedi lead. I mean, I would take a Mando lead. It doesn't matter. I mean, a Mando lead would almost be straight up. Well, a Jedi would be a a direct correlation to Ghost. But even a Mando lead, like like someone like Din, you know, he gets the, the Darksaber and he starts working on that shit. There's people now like, what if, what if Din and Ezra related and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know, that might, you could technically work that. Din would be the older brother. Uh, you know, it, it's just, <sighs> let's get into Lots the comics. Lots of potential. Yeah. <laughs> let, let's get into the comics. Cause I, I just, let's I know get- the game license is going to let us down. It's just, it's like, it, it's been so long since we've had a fantastic Star Wars game that you yeah. can't even rem- remember them anymore unleashed one that was the last Th- there you I mean, go that, that's i i what you I could agree. argue is the last great one yeah i agree force unleashed one probably was the last great just star wars uh third person Triple action type. yep 
All right, buddy. So uh, last week was a, a uh, an action-packed week, if you will, if you're into the Star Wars comic book scene. I wasn't quite prepared to <laughs> uh, do two video breakdowns for me, myself, and I, because that's basically what they're for, and obviously to use as talking points on the show. So I don't completely feel like I waste my life when I do these. Uh, but we got the release of Star Wars number 10, I guess 2021 now. So this is still the main, the, the, the proper Star Wars run dropped. And we got the first issue of the High Republic comic. Uh, but I'm going to start with Star Wars 10 because, you know, that, that, those are boys. It's, it's the OT era. Remember, the, these comics are set in between Empire and Jedi still. And, and as always, I'm really just trying to go back in these in particular, the Star Wars and the Vader runs. I'm trying to look for interesting new canon additions, Easter egg type of stuff. Uh, and you'll get a little bit of a recap if you watch the videos. But in this one, uh, there, was, there was kind of a, a focus put on Lando again in, in Lobot. Uh, the title here, this is where I'm, I'm trying to entice people to click, but clearly it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I call it Lando the Liar, spied on the rebels for Jabba before Return of the Jedi. So that was the one thing that came out in issue 10 where I felt like, you know, that that's interesting new canon. It, it shouldn't surprise anyone, any Lando fans. I mean, he is one of the greatest, one of the gnarliest scoundrels out there. Yeah. I mean, he he's he literally sold out Han Solo, who just came to him for help. If you've been reading this comic run, when Lando's by himself, kind of giving his little soliloquies, he's like, fuck the rebels. I don't want to be I don't want to be mixed up with these nut jobs and this, that and the other thing. So we, we learn in issue 10, Nick. And it's still kind of continuing these these I think I forget what they call them, Operation Starlight or something like that. It's a little thread we got going. But the rebels, they've kind of been scattered. Their comms have been cracked. So, uh, you know, last issue we learned that Leia sent a strike force to go get this really old, like, protocol droid that could speak yep. this crazy language of a dead race that no one would be able to crack. So they actually get this guy, they fire him up, but as soon as they turn him on, he goes Age of Ultron. Like, he's he's fucking beating <laughs> the shit out of Goldenrod in R2-D2. Like, it, I mean, it is battle bots, Okay. And they don't know what the hell is going on. They're like, what the, what the hell? It's like, you know, we just turned them on. His programming went haywire. And lo and behold, our homeboy uh, Dreadlock Lobot uses his creepy little head tentacles to essentially do some ESP with. Yeah, not, not a plug-in, <laughs> but kind of like a Bluetooth or a Wi-Fi connection, Nick. You're not far <laughs> off. Okay. He links into this, uh, you know, maniacal robot and uses some of his programming to kind of just chill the robot out the robot's like oh hey what the fuck was that my bad what do you guys need and they tell them they're like hey we need you to to start essentially being our translator for this fuck language or whatever the fuck they call it <laughs> and the best part about this droid i, I do kind of like this droid he's like fuck you guys like what's in it for me it's like, like why yeah why th this ancient droid is is wheeling and dealing and who do we know is the king of wheeling and dealing lando calrissian, lando calrissian. yeah so he comes into play and, you know, he's, he's explained them like, yo, Lobot is allowing this droid to function for you, you rebels. <laughs> you know, one of those deals. Uh, so they actually get the, the robot. It's translating shit. They're, they're, uh, they, they send a squadron out to start looking for some of the fleet that's been scattered uh, using the new, the new code signals. 
But as we turn the page, we get a panel again, Lando by himself. So, you know, something shady's going on. And guess who gives him a ring? Bib Fortuna. <laughs> and he's pretty much we- like, hey, dude, remember, you're supposed to be spying on the rebels for the huts. That was part of the deal. That's why we're not coming after you like we came after your boy Han. Give us some intel. So Lando's like, listen, they're they're basically their comms are fucked. They got this droid. They're trying to create a new coded language so they can get their shit together. And yep. Bib's like, "Ho, oh, hey now, that is worth some cash to mm-hmm. us gangsters. That type of intel we could easily sell to the Imperials. So hook your slimy white soon to be fat friend up." And Lando, I guess to his credits, like, "Yeah, I'll think about it." All right, so he, so he didn't immediately sell out the rebels. Right, he was, he was but, waiting for the right price. <laughs> but he is he is working with them as a hut spy. Like I mean, it was it was positioned that it wasn't the huts really sent him here. I mean, obviously he's been stuck with them since Cloud City fell. Yep. But through the hollows or whatever, they pretty much said like, dude, we got a bounty on you too. So unless you can give us something in exchange for your life, you're gonna die, or we're gonna take you in. <laughs> Uh, so they they they've they're they're phoning him up like dude you got any you got any secrets on the the rebels yet so really that was the the biggest kind of canon addition that motherfucking Lando still I mean you know obviously we leave him in Empire in the movie and we come back to Return of the Jedi we think he's Team Rebel all the way like yeah, he's, he's literally a general he's like yeah he's, he's fucking know. he he pulled off that Battle of Tanab and all this yeah. shit. And as we are finding through this comic, he absolutely hates being with the rebels right now. Hates yeah, it. I, I'm dude. There's got to be a turning point in this series, though, where he does kind of go full rebel. Though. Yeah, you got to imagine. You're right. You're right. It's it's like I said. It's why these are the, the Star Wars proper run has not been great the past few issues. But but yeah. the Lando stuff and kind of getting a few more layers on that character has been nice. It is Star Wars after all, right? It's not like I'm, yeah. you know, st- sticking thumbs up my butt and seeing how long I can last uh, in, in that uh, painful situation. Uh, but really, it, it kind of ends with, you know, that that fleet that not a fleet, but a squadron gets sent out to uh, kind of find other other rebel fleets. And lo and behold, there's some IPDs that latch onto them. They get lost. They have no way to find their fleet. And as we talked about in issue nine, we're dealing with Poe Dameron's parents who are currently married at this point in time. And uh, basically his mom is lost with the squadron. His dad is on the ship with Lando. And uh, what we learn is that uh, what Lobot is doing to this robot is killing Lobot. Oh, wow. Like the power required to unfuck this old droid is, is sapping Lobot of his life force. Damn. And of course, Lando explains to us, he's like, listen, guys, this is my dude. Like he might kind of be a drone now, but he always wasn't. You know, the, the Empire gave him that implant, but he broke free. We, we were kind of scoundrels together. And then we got in a hairy situation. And because of Lobot essentially getting rid of the last, the, the, the last bit of his humanity, Lando was allowed to escape. So that's why, that's why Lobot at this point in time seems like he's dead right like he's just sitting there he doesn't talk he doesn't even seem human but we also learned in this issue that the reason for that is because yeah lobot you know kind of got uh some of the robotics they call them hyboids nick 
some of the high boyd implants from the empire but it, it wasn't until him and lando got in trouble and lobot essentially sacrificed the last bit of his humanity to save lando that that lobot became just kind of that stoic very robotic looking high boyd yeah interesting uh, right. So, yeah, it ends basically with everyone hating Lando and Poe's dad being like, listen, motherfucker, I'll <laughs> kill you. So either Lobot's dying or you're dying because my wife has got to get back. Yeah. And, and that's what we got out of Star Wars number 10. So. Yeah, I mean, it seems like they are kind of leading towards this. I mean, it is more Lando focus. Obviously, he's a big player between ESB and uh, Return of the Jedi. But it, it, it seems like it's a very slow burn getting yeah. him to where he needs to be before we get to the the siege of the Death Star 2 and everything like that. So Uh-oh, somebody's watching Rots upstairs. Oh, uh, why? What happened? I can hear it. Oh, really? <laughs> through, through my fucking headphones. So, like, I've Mommy. probably already made my kid deaf by listening to stuff loud. <laughs> yeah, Put on Star a- Wars, Mommy. She's up there, right? Yeah, listen to it right now. <laughs> oh boy as a good padawan should yeah of course of course but then it's always like well daddy i i, I watch it because i know you like it it's like oh, oh no ah, now you're gonna do that stuff to me <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah it's like oh my bad uh so yeah we'll uh you know i'll be here if you want to actually instead of just listening to me talk about these i have moving images with me talking about these comic books on our youtube channel which is you know just go on youtube search star wars time show or go to starwarstime.net and hit the subscribe link in the sidebar and if you're not subscribed what the f is your deal (laughs) come on this is great free content All the content is free, by the way. Actually, so I wouldn't even sure say it's great. It. It's at least free. So yeah, it you is can't watchable about free. free content. <laughs> uh, but fear not, my friends. We got another comic book to get through real quick. And, and yeah, this, this one brand was, new. Yeah, brand new run. Uh, like I committed back in the days, Nick would handle kind of the main High Republic book, even though I jumped on the, the audiobook because it was free. Thanks to the hot tip from Nick. Uh, but I would jump on the comic book, at least the, the main run. So I, uh, it released last week. So we got Star Wars, the High Republic comic book, issue one review, also known as Keeves Nighting. Yeah, Big really? Amish is right. Hit us up on uh, TikTok, too. He's Big Amish also probably should get added to the masthead if he keeps up his work on TikTok. Currently intern. Yeah. Intern number two. TikTok intern, Big Amish. We will not be giving him an official email yet. Yeah, yeah gotta, gotta, gotta keep. Spencer has been doing this for a while. <laughs> Amish has got to earn the email. Yeah, well, <laughs> you're working your way up, big yeah, Amish. Don't worry there. about you're it. You're getting there. Uh, but like I said, the rate I administer the Star Wars Time Show server, it could be like a a six month production <laughs> run. <laughs> yeah, it's like a hey, like. Yeah. yeah, hit us up on TikTok too, because Big Amish is trying to just figure out how to use that for us. I mean, I know he put up my my boba rant that it's probably gonna get me fired one day if it <laughs> finds the right person, uh, or people won't ever want to work with me. But yeah, I mean, so so false there. But anyways, back to the High Republic in comic book form. Yes. Uh, and it seems like this, at least this initial run, is going to follow at least the main character because the comic books. They always latch on to like a main, but then they bring in some auxiliary, ancillary, and and you get threads all over the place. But I, I think the main character for this High Republic run is going to be Keeve Tannis. Mm-hmm. 
uh, who in the opening pages of this issue is still a, a Padawan learner. Uh, her master is Skier, who is a Trandoshan, a Trandoshan uh, Jedi master who at this point in time is missing his entire arm. And I'm sure that is explained in, in the, the Light of the Jedi book. Uh, but I did not get this here. But uh, anyways, we, we pick up with Keeve Tannis, this Padawan. And, and I, I dig her, man. I, I know there's some stuff going around out there in the fandom. Like, oh, look how stupid and boring all the High Republic characters look. And if you look at some of their one-offs that they released, yeah, some of the, some of the Jedi looked kind of basic and whatnot. But I actually think this, this Keeve Tannis character looks like a... Uh, like a wonder woman i mean she's got that awesome like half shaved head look she has a a bow blades but they're actually kind of like malls where she wears them separated and then uh unites them when she's ready to get busy that's that's nice i like that. she just i don't know like she she had hints of of anakin to her you know like not full-on cockiness but very confident in her skills yeah uh there was like you know maybe hints of young kenobi in there I, I just liked her as a, a as a character. I, I think she's going to be a badass Jedi, and we actually do get to see her knighted in the issue. So you you, you kind of get a glance at what the trials slash knighting ceremonies were like back during the High Republic era, and it was it was awesome. very grandiose because this is the the highlight of the Jedi. I mean, this era is why Palpatine wanted them to suffer. Yeah, right? he's like enough of this bullshit. You know, the light of the Jedi, they're the beacons of hope. Fuck them, right? That's where in the the plague is. Like, once you get to the introduction of the Jedi in the next couple chapters that you're listening through, when they're introduced, it is very, I don't want to say flowery. But it it is with a very high reverence. Oh yeah, that, they that they are, are the Mac Daddies of the galaxy. They yeah. are the they are the Avengers, the superheroes. Yeah. Whereas and, in the Grand Republic, we learned through the TV series and through other content that like people had kind of gotten tired of the Jedi. They looked at them through like a very jaded lens. Like yeah, they, oh, they yeah, didn't they, trust them. They thought they were yeah. shitheads. I mean that that's why I know a lot of you weenies out there like oh the middle four episodes of Clone Wars are so stupid. But that's like so show, stupid. trying to show you how the galaxy yes. itself had kind of turned on the Jedi. I mean, there's a great turn. A, literally, they they tied a moment that happened in the Clone Wars to those two sisters that Ahsoka was with. Like, listen, you know, up in your temple, up there in the in the upper parts of the city, you guys, you know, oh, oh everything's great. You're you're the heroes of the galaxy. Down here, you guys fucking kill people. Yeah, <laughs> you kill I people mean, trying to stop bad people. So are you good or are you bad? Yeah. And in in light of the Jedi, I mean, at, at least as far as I've gotten, it is a very, very reverent look at these Jedi, like the right. people who are in the Hetzel system that's about to be obliterated. Like they see these Jedi show up. They're like, oh, my God, we're saved. Thank God the Jedi. Have yeah, it is. It, 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 it'd be like watching the on your left moment in, in yeah. end game where it's like these people show up and you, you they're essentially gods you know yeah. they are they're the these wizards these space wizards that can do magical things with their minds and their laser swords and, and nick's not kidding because even in this comic like keeve is on a planet for a trial and, and you got like this little bug alien flying around it's like Ooh, what are you? oh what are you oh 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 you're a jedi oh my god look at oh little i've never been around a jedi like like, <laughs> like a super fan you know like a, yeah like a paparazzi type of character uh, so anyways, I, I, I dig her. Uh, there's something going on with Master Skier. And like I said, maybe if I 
uh, read the book. I, I might have some some more backstory, but but something shady is going on with that guy. Something is shady going on with Skier, just also based on the way this issue ends. So I'll be interested to see where things go there. It's almost like he's he's been infected by something something's driving him mad he just seems like he's off his games that does seem to align with that other enemy type that we heard about it was the uh, uh the fenrir fernier okay. that like organic kind of plant-like enemy um the nile oh, is definitely dude. the primary you're dead on then because this isn't a spoiler but i saw like a, a cover down the road and skier is growing fucking like groot shit out of his stump that's the, okay. the Fenrir or the Fenrir or whatever that... That was one of the other announced enemies. It's the Nihil are like the actual, you right. know, the, the primary bad guys. They're the guys. big bads. They're, they're like... This, uh, s- yeah. They're not Sith, but they're like the, the Sith and are what we're used to. Yeah, they're almost like... They're very similar to the what the Knights of Ren should have been. Like this marauding band of like bad people. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh, the Knights of Ren. There's another just <laughs> and then complete the Fenrir, fucking waste. Complete fucking waste. Yeah, that that they could have been so cool, but they really kind of fucked that up. But hey. the Fenrir are like this organic. I don't know. It's like this organic life form that can hey, just say they're like fucking group because that's what it looked yeah. like to me. And apparently, they are going to threaten the balance of the force itself in some way. So we'll see. Well. <laughs> I mean, if you want to get super nerdy and I take over Jedi, right? I have no clue what they do, but if if they can get in and almost become like a parasite and if we believe in midichlorians and all that shit, then yeah, I guess they could essentially influence the force uh, by being within another organic being. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. All right. There we go. But anyways, back to this, the High Republic comic. So, you know, Keeve's there. She's getting through a trial and then just shit starts getting crazy. Like these big ass locusts are coming after her uh, and and doing crazy things. And, you know, as she's running around trying to save this village, save herself, she has a vision of the Starlight Beacon and how when it was turned on that it essentially affected the normal migratory behaviors of these big ass locust bugs. Yeah. And after she contacted Maru on the beacons, like, dude, 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 change the fucking frequency. Yeah. They, 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 they stopped going around and she's all bummed out. Like I fucking failed my trials because she, she went to save the village versus completing, you know, getting a pennant off of a really high spire. But of course we knew that that was basically her real test. Uh, so she gets back to the beacon and they have, uh, like I said, you, you really get to see the regalness. They're, they're almost they're almost like the royal fucking family at this point in time. Yeah. The, the Jedi, because I mean, for Keeves knighting, there's it looks like hundreds of them. They're in balconies. They got their white robes with gold trim. They all light up their lightsabers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is quite a spectacle to see. Uh, and like I said, we we meet. Two grandmasters. I was surprised, as Nick was, to, to learn that Yoda is a grandmaster even at this point in time. He's hanging out with Grandmaster Vetter or Vetter. I'm not sure how we're pronouncing it, but it's V-E-T-E-R. Uh, we we met Master Maru. He kind of looks like a Planet of the Apes type of character. And, and like I said, he <laughs> seems to be mystical slash techie for the Jedi, Nick, if that makes sense. It's almost like okay. he... He runs the Starlight Beacon through through the Force somehow. I don't fucking know. Interesting. Okay. Um, 
But really, I, 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 the, the Yoda stuff was neat because they, they clearly draw him as a much more masculine Yoda. You, you know, you could see he was still working out back then. Yeah. And and like I said in my breakdown, I, I even think he has a different saber hilt because uh, he's got a little bit of gold on it. So uh, it, it was a good first issue for a brand new era of Star Wars. And, and I'm definitely going to keep on top of it, unlike some of the other runs this year that, you know, the bounty hunter I gave up on uh, after I gave up on, but this high Republic, uh, the, the first issue has, has kind of grabbed me. I, I want to see what's up with this, this Chris Jedi. I mean, as we said earlier, she seems to be, she's kind of like a Qui-Gon Jinn. Like everyone loves her and knows she's a badass, but for some reason she's not on the on council. The council. Yeah. We do learn this comic though, that, she is made the marshal of the starlight beacon. So I guess that's a big deal as well. Yeah. She was also like, she plays a pretty important role so far in the light of the Jedi book as well. So she's definitely a well respected master. It will be interesting to see though, like if they do bring up the conversation about the, you know, the council and why she's not on it and all of these different things, because I mean, you essentially killed off one of your most interesting characters in episode one, like not having, I mean, I know that they did it for a reason, but not having any more stories about Qui-Gon Jinn and canon really detracted from that character who was super interesting and who did have a different view of the Jedi and how the order should be run. It'll be cool to see if they make Avar Christ kind of that or Avar, A-V-A-R, yeah, yeah. I say Avar, that, that kind of jedi in the uh the high republic era so i mean if you guys are interested in future star wars and, and stories to be told that you're not familiar with this is what you need to be on you need to be on the high republic train whether it be through the comic books through the novels anything like that like i told matt this week and he said multiple times on the show if you are a prime member amazon prime you can get light of the jedi for free yeah, he ain't audible he's not he's not fucking pulling your leg unless someone in your family already copped your 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 one yeah. free redemption but i i got light of the jedi 20 bucks for free through audible downloaded right away and and outside the first chapter just being kind of mundane it is quite the presentation for an audiobook and it Fuck, this is the first audiobook I've ever listened to, so I don't I don't know <laughs> what to compare to except like shitty John Hines sound bites and Baba Booey sound bites from their book on the Stern show. But I mean, it is quite the performance. There's there's a full score, there's sound effects, and and the narrator, like I said, will go into character and be like, Oh my god, that blew <laughs> um, yeah. so it's been neat. And it, it it's a well known fact. I don't like reading. Okay, Star Wars or not Star Wars, but we're kind of in a content void right now. This is a brand new, unexplored era of the franchise. And as we've seen, what these wily motherfuckers do these days is they'll be planting shit in this medium, that medium, this era, that era. And then lo and behold, it shows up in the Mandalorian one day. So exactly. uh, as a being a good Star Wars fan like I am, I, I at least want to be somewhat in the know in the new Republic, uh, high Republic, fuck high yeah. Republic content. Yeah. I mean, this is going to be, you know, I committed to the first three, uh, Thrawn books. I, I really kind of fell off with the ascendancy trilogy that's out now. I'm hoping that I can kind of pick it back up later, but I'm, I'm hard committing to high Republic because I, I, I really do feel like this is something that Disney wants to flesh out even beyond the Leslie Headland TV yeah, of show. Course. Like, I mean, it makes sense because this is like theirs a hundred percent. Exactly. This right. is all of their, all of these characters are brand new. They're Disney. 
there i'm mean, the only the and, only and this whole carryover is, is, is yoda and the, the ideas of a jedi yeah that, that's it, about yeah. it so i i would recommend any fan even if you haven't been a fan of what was done in the skywalker era for disney to to really give this a shot because this is going to be a massive content push from disney and lucasfilm in terms of books and if anything else the first chapter in audio format will put you to bed so if you need yeah, like you something can, to, you to get you to sleep if you if you really need <laughs> i can just tell you what happens in the first uh, chapter and you can fast forward i know there's it. some people in here and you actually we actually read parts of the first chapter many shows yeah. back so but exactly. we'll, we'll leave it at that i actually just saw what big amish is trying to do here and he's trying to do something we asked him to do and i completely uh, blew it over and and didn't know what he was saying uh but we told him to like start checking timestamps while he's watching the show that way if he does want to pull something for tiktok it could be easier. So he's in there, Matt, time a show. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> and now I get it. So a uh, big Amish, I think whatever we were talking about probably would have happened around the hour mark. Uh, but anyone else in the chat, if there's something dumb, I say interesting or something interesting or dumb, Nick says to help us all out to help uh, big a out. Could you, you throw in timestamps or something? I mean, yeah, Nick and I will try, but my focus is on trying to get yeah, a show I, out. Uh, I'm, I'm not, not even be really looking, looking at, at yeah, the, I, I, the show. Just, I will say, um, one second, cat removal. Um, Amish, if you're watching the show on YouTube, I don't know if you're watching on your phone. He's or on his phone. That's the problem. Okay, that's so. the problem. So if, you, if anybody is watching on desktop, you can hover your mouse over the beginning, uh, over the front of where the show starts, like the beginning of the time thing, and it will tell you where we are at right. the moment. Like I'm hovering it right now, and we're at um, one hour, 19 minutes, 28 seconds. Yeah, so I'm, so, I'm going off our OBS clock, which is going to be slightly different, but it's still yeah. very close to what Nick said. So like I said, Big A, I would say look between the hour and the hour 15 mark and whatever the hell you thought I said that might have been good to use, it should be in there. Yeah, but. it's it's... I'm not looking at the the chat that much, and when I do, it it like it's probably I'm probably late to whatever message. Yeah, yeah, comes I'm up. I'm kind of the the director here. I get the I'm, I'm in the back end of YouTube, so I get it all live. Nick is actually watching it like you I'm all watching are. the actual feed that you guys are watching. So. All right, so but but please, if there's other people in the chat and there is something that pops up that you think would make decent TikTok content drop it right in the live or, or hit up big Amish. Let him know. I think he's what Impala Austin on, on IG, but he, um, he's trying to help us out. So he's also in the discord as well. Please yes. use the discord. If you guys have any content. Yeah. We had, we had a few good. more joined the discord last week. So any new Utah listeners, if you're not in there, come in. I mean, it's, we're not always that active. I mean, Nick and myself, unless we get added, are probably not going to be in there too much. I, I, I definitely look more than Nick, but yeah, it I is a place some to... wholesome memes. Yeah, we get yesterday. some memes. And yeah, this motherfucker needs to start dropping memes on the IG versus in the Discord where two people the thing, see like, it. I don't know like how... <laughs> Everyone how steals memes, dude. Just know, steal them and like, put them up. Who cares? Not, I'm too much of a nice person because technically... Those two memes that I put in Discord, I got from my friend Kelly, and I intentionally cropped out her her uh, Instagram handle because I don't want, yeah, like I don't know if she wants people. Cry, and like, honestly, dude, she probably IG. didn't create them either. I mean, a lot of no one yeah. creates these fucking memes. No, they just yeah, throw them didn't. up on their account and run with it. 
Yeah. So, but those memes, like I'll throw up some memes every now and then, but, um, I really did like that. That's the, that's the next position we need is a meme, a meme poster for our IG account. We're going to have like 8,000 interns. Yeah. Once we get to a certain, a certain point, we'll, we'll start adding. More I know interns. SW Maybe props we'll... and, and super scoundrel, they, 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 they dig up some good memes too. Yeah. So, but I, I, got... I mean, I, I can't, I can like, I just don't know if we wanted to start dropping memes on the IG, but I, I can he, do that. I can, here's here's I can my, commit my to opinion. a meme drop. <laughs> I, I would anything, dude. We've we've talked about this online. Like there are some accounts out there that make us want to vomit. Yeah, because they have like fifty to hundred thousand followers, and are like, oh, all original Star Wars content. And this is Bullshit. what we're talking on IG. And all they do is take like an official graphic and type the news over top of it yeah it's it, original but content because, my ass but because it's instagram and instagram sucks and there's no links when we put out star wars news no one can really fucking see it unless we type out the whole thing in the description because we do our news on our site and then share the post to instagram where yeah, post- on instagram we probably should just take less effort vomit up a screenshot and be like hey fuckhead said shit today and there'd be like 10,000 likes on it. Yeah, it, it, it's it's hard too because like we would have to build out the the shots with the text overlay on them and stuff like I don't know, whatever. But because if you I, back, I know listen, I'm not I'm not stupid yeah. neither is Nick. If you see our account on Instagram, you think all we do is either we are taking toy pics or we're a feature account. Where if you actually pay attention, we we typically get four or five stories out a week, yeah. a question of the week, but we we definitely could have just way more random Star Wars content on there that isn't necessarily a post from the website. Yeah. Also, uh, if you go, if you actually go back to like the first two or three weeks, our IG was was live. I did. I was posting memes at that point. But He's that was good. Like Nick really... is good. I I like to think that I could find memes that would be good or even make memes, but I I don't have a meme brain. I don't have meme humor. I think it really is like you know I'm not I'm not that much older than Nick. But I think being good at memeing is a generational thing. That's it's definitely true. Unless you like hard commit to like I'm just gonna be a meme master even at my own age. Like it's it's one of those things that just comes with like being younger. And as you yeah, get older, like, you, I don't know. You I mean, lose your meme ability. I'm full of snark, piss, and vinegar. But I just the meme <laughs> thing just. Once I see them, I'm like, oh, yeah, I could have done that. But I'm like, well, I could never think of it on my own. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> like why I can never program. It's like I can read the ship. And they're like, well, go ahead, write write some code. And we go, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. I can so, read what you did, but I'm not trying to, like, create it myself. I'm stupid. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to do that. That's fucking Yeah. Hard. Hey, <laughs> we got Joe up in here. But, yeah, yeah um, any thing. memers out there, send them to us. We'll post it. We, we just we need to obviously we're going to keep doing the featuring. But I, I would like in 2021 to have expand the yes. what we are so we, we have dot net content on instagram we've got the features we've got the questions but it'd be nice to get you know just a star wars fact star wars history star wars meme that type of shit yeah and at least according to what you've been saying matt as soon as we hit 10k we can actually start to drop links into and our posts. stories only so wait what links only in stories, we'll, in stories, we'll be able to do swipe up links. Okay. So, so not not on feed. <laughs> Right. The posts themselves are still bullshit. Yeah. So okay, the people will mind. still be, have to be looking at our stories, but we, we should get the swipe up functionality to actually take them to the article at that point in time. Okay. So we'll at least have some way to direct people to the official Star Wars Time it, show. It, it's fucked up. I mean, it, it, it really, 
I like having the sight because sights make you seem more real, even though we're about as fake as it gets. But <laughs> I also understand that I'm telling you, there's fucking sites out there. I mean, Spencer sent me one. I'm like, this guy has this many fucking followers and this is what it is? It is. It's just, oh, here's an image of Luke. Luke's name is Luke. It's like, okay, cool. It's like, thanks. <laughs> Leia was a princess on Alderaan. All right. It's like, okay. And people are fucking following it and liking it like motherfuckers. I, just, <laughs> I do not understand social media anymore, especially IG. Uh, but anyways, it kind of put the High Republic comic to bed. Check out the full recap and review on StarWarsTime.net. I think I even gave it a, hey, look at that. I even gave it a review summary. An you 8 did. out of 10. Good. It is rated as good. Yeah. Cover good art enough. sucked. Overall art was about an 8. Story 8.5. Entertainment value 8.5. That gives you an 8. That's how we do things over here. Yeah. Add, then divide. There we, there we go. There we go. Um, we, we can do basic so yeah. math. Next... We're moving on to we're moving out of the the comic book, the written word, the words and shit yeah. that everybody got some leaks really and rumor get, shit to get into. <laughs> you know, most people in our community, I, I assume, cannot read based off of what we have learned over many years of doing the show, based off of how they've talked about the written word itself. So let's move on to things that that our fan base can actually keep up with. And that is movie moving picture based content flashing colors and bright lights and 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 the big piece of news that we got from the movie world this week was that we finally found out what kevin feige is going to be at least you know some of what he's going to be working on for star wars and that is a collaboration with michael waldron the writer of the yet to be released doctor strange in the multiverse of madness movie um, he is teaming up with Feige to work on a new Star Wars film. Um, very interesting that it's brought up now when there's literally no information about it and Multiverse of Madness isn't out yet. Yeah, and and Nick, I don't know if you saw, but there was an update on this today. Okay. Um, so hit, Some hit actual up. like real sites got a hold of Feige and we're asking him about the, this leak. Uh, let me scroll down. Look at that. Look at that update section. I came there we go. Here. Update at the very bottom. Gave yeah. Nick an update. So uh, Feige actually came back and responded to these leaks uh, and didn't shit all over them. So you, you might as well take it as th this is legit. So what, what Nick just said that this guy, Michael Waldron, is more than likely is working on on the movie as a as a writer because this is what Kevin said. Uh, whoever was talking to him, I forget, but we've reported as have others that Loki showrunner Michael Waldron is going to be writing a Star Wars movie that you are producing. What is the rough time horizon for that for you? Are we thinking early, mid or late 2020s? Excuse me? Okay. okay all right. I figured that out now. Okay. Yeah. Here's, here's what he says. So again, just parse out the words and he absolutely does not shit on the fact that the, the that the interview is like, hey, hey, this is out there. What do you say? And, and Feige said, we're thinking that we're not, that is, um, everything you've heard about that has been leaked. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> he really it, caught himself there. Yeah. I mean, he, he, <laughs> he just confirmed it right there. All right. Yeah. It's not stuff that we've officially announced or gotten into. So suffice to say, the focus is on all the number of Marvel things we're working on. The what, where, when, and how of that Star Wars movie that is, I don't know. I'm excited for Book of Boba, the Rogue One show, and the Obi-Wan show, and Patty's movie, which is also the Rogue One show, Kevin. Someone should have told you that. And Taika's movie. 
smiles after Thor Love and Thunder, of course. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I, I don't want to put any words in his mouth. Obviously, he is involved with Star Wars. He, he kind of well, that is that's, that shit. That is official as it gets. Yeah, we know that. that. Like, like and, and it's also as confirmed as it can get through a non-official confirmation that he is working on this film because he literally said everything you've heard has been leaked as to like catch himself. Um, but it, apparently he was also just asked straight up, like, are you doing anything outside of pr- producing this movie? And he says, not at all. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, he still is just apparently stuck to the one Star Wars project. He yeah. is not the uh, becoming the MCU maestro of the Mandalorians universes and all that. Yeah. And, and he is still very busy with Marvel. I mean, you know how hard it would be? To essentially run two massive universes like Marvel and Star Wars, it would be in a near impossible project, especially to the degree that they're building out both of them. I mean, I dude, mean, think about what his 2020 probably was. It was putting out the fire of COVID and, and completely reorganizing the fourth phase of the MCU. We, we've still, I believe, have only had one movie in phase four come out, and that was the second Spider-Man movie. Uh, oh yeah black widow was supposed to come out last march that was going to be the next phase four they've had to shift projects that were coming out projects in production projects in pre-production so he's probably spent uh, the past almost year at this point just planning shit not even being able to do the creative planning or or talking about star wars or this Uh, disney they got to make sure that mcu juggernaut doesn't run out of steam i mean 2020 is the first year we haven't had an mcu movie in 10 years yeah i mean it was it was a really down month i mean down year for everybody but particularly for a a living universe that was really subsisting on consistent releases throughout every yeah, year had, I mean, we used to get like three mcu movies yeah, I, was a say, year. I think there's some years you almost had four movies yeah so to had to not have a single one in 2020 was very jarring for those marvel fans yeah, i mean see, I, I know that we're getting wandavision i know that we're getting falcon and winter soldier and there's a lot of tv content coming to disney plus soon but that doesn't make up for essentially you ending phase three with with endgame and then trying to <laughs> right you know really smoothly move into phase four and not being able to do that um so yeah, I, and i've always I, said I, I mean i've always said people have told me i'm stupid and it'd be oversaturation i've always said I, w- I would take a star wars cu like they were running the mcu and you get three star wars movies a year i mean yeah. no fucking complaints for me but you gotta do it in that st- in that mcu style though right. where they're not like directly connected Yes. Yeah. You might get yeah. a stinger at the end and be like, oh, yeah, they're they're in the same world, but this isn't like a sequel. These aren't really directly connected, but at least we're getting that now. John and mm-hmm. Dave are, are, are they're going to give it that give us that in, in TV form, which is fine. I mean, let's be real. These TV shows are just long ass movies. It's it. Yeah. They're just broken yeah. down in the little parts versus sitting down for four hours straight like we're all going to do. And I know Nick is excited to do for Zack Snyder's Justice League this spring. <laughs> I just found that the intern has basically skipped most of the DC movies. Like this weekend, he's like, Man of Steel's not bad. It's like, yeah, Man of Steel is actually pretty great. Yeah, Man of Steel's not bad. And if they would have just maybe made Superman 2 instead of getting right into, yeah, we got a world build, smash all the characters together, and BVS, 
they might have actually been able to build something with Cavill's Clark Kent, but no, they're <laughs> just like, hey, we we had an okay origin story. Now let's just fucking yeah, Batman hates him. They fight already. Versus Superman, dude. Yeah. Like they, if you ever want to have a project fucked up completely, just give it to Warner Brothers. <laughs> I can hear right now they're they're watching the duel of fate scene. (laughs) They're doing the old the rave. Anakin, I can spin my lightsaber faster than you. (laughs) But yeah, man, I mean, I'm excited to see whatever whatever Feige does here, because I think that even though he's only attached to one now, he's probably going to be at least somehow involved with Star Wars past whatever this film is. And I mean, there are people out there saying that this is likely going to be the 2025 movie. Or no, 20. I I have lost track completely. I think 2022 is probably going to be Patty or Taika Rogue Squadron. I'm going to say that because we have an official title there. 23 is probably going to be Taika because that is officially announced. Are, are they doing then, yearlies or, or, or by, by it's annual? every two years. So 2024 would be Taika. So 24 would be Taika. And then 26 would be this. If God. this is, you know. How depressing. I mean, remember when this all happened? All the good old days of Disney buying it? They're like, hey, you motherfuckers, you're going to have at least one Star Wars movie a year Fire for 2020. Yeah. yeah. And now it's like, hey, you'll be lucky if you get one, uh, you know, eight years after <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. And then once you get that one, you have to wait another two years. Like, come on, Disney, yeah. get over it. You, you stumbled a bit with the how you fucked up the release with with Jedi and Solo. It's OK to not make a billion dollars. It's OK. Yeah. So it will be interesting to see how everything plays out. I really want to see. What happens post Rogue Squadron. That's going to be the big thing. Is like Rogue Squadron is the only thing that we know for sure that has a name, that has things attached to it. Uh, you know, what happens after that is going to, is really going to dictate the pace of Star Wars movies from here on out. So. I, I just hope it's more Wonder Woman 1 than Wonder Woman 84. I still haven't watched it. I have to watch it though because it ends its free HBO yeah. Max run on the 24th. Right. So I only got like less than two weeks left. And I've watched the shit twice. So I have a very formed, well-formed opinion on Wonder Woman 84. And there's it's really not much great about it. Okay. Well, it's not good. a, it's not like a, a tire fire, but it, it's, it's yeah. a, it's a C like a seven, six, seven type of movie. At yeah. best. It's, it's not like justice league. It's just, it's like, I don't know. And I don't want to say anything that's going to get me in trouble, but it's like they, they got a little too cute. Like, oh, everything's got to be, uh, ha, 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 like that type of stuff. Yeah. I mean, that sucks, but like, oh, the power of love. Yeah. Like, very little ass kicking is what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. All right, dude. So, uh, it's been a while since we talked about our, our buddies over at the KRT. Yeah. Uh, but they've they've uh, recently resurfaced. You know they 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 were you know kind of feeling their their balls again after that Disney investor call and like some random shit of theirs hit or like was close to hitting. 
Uh, but they're they're back out there. They're back on the leaks. The the, the redditors have uh, allowed them back in their good graces. And Forgiven them. <laughs> yeah, I was I was I'm, I'm I'm looking at leaks every day. It's just it's what you got to do if you're trying to come up with something to talk about during what has become a now two and a half to three hour long weekly Star Wars <laughs> podcast. So you you got to find shit and and you know where some of the best shit is on the internet and that is is Reddit. Uh, but I was over there and I, I see like, ooh, hey, that's a summary of KRT's latest leak reveal live stream. I'm like, oh, great. And I go look at it. And as I said earlier, it's essentially under the guise of being a leak, exactly what Nick and I speculated on what could happen with both the Rebels sequel and Ahsoka on episode 143, which for those keeping score was just last week. Uh, in particular, it's during the segment where we did our, our top 15 and then our kind of looking ahead predictions of 2021. And the last prediction we had was something on the Rebels animated sequel. You know, we'd get something, be it it's dead or it's going. And as we were talking, we're both sitting there like, dude, at this point in time with the Ahsoka series in the works, it's going world between worlds laden logo. They're just gonna they're just gonna do the rebels content in live action. Yeah, they're they're gonna do it. And I I even went a step further than KRT, and I'm like, Ahsoka is going to mirror what Ezra did for her. She's gonna use the the the, the WBW and pull his ass out, and somehow Thrawn will probably get out too. And then here we go. We're on the search of this, that, and the other thing. Dude, I'm like I. I I'm reading this like because, you know, you're you're covering it here. But as I read this, I'm just like kind of getting angry. I'm like, dude, this is the same shit we said. Like, it's exactly the same. Almost it's exactly word for fucking the word. Same. And don't get me wrong. Like, I am a narcissist, but I'm not saying they listen to us and they're copying. Yeah. No, they, they've got their own game. And it's one Nick and I need to get better at. And it's just when we say we're speculating these days, we're just going to say we have inside information. Yeah, it's it's sickening to me. That like they can get seven thousand people that lit literally, they probably just said exactly what we said under the guise of like. Well, I mean, if you're on the live leaked. stream, I, I I copied in the summary. Like they they actually here here's the deal. We have to beg people to look for timestamps. KRT fans listen to their streams and then type out fucking cliff note summaries of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like someone's there like doing a fucking transcript. Uh, sounds like Rebel sequel is the Ahsoka series. It's pretty much what we said last week. Go back and roll the tapes. It may not be a hundred percent, but I know we were in the same vein. Yeah, we I, like we definitely said Sabine's going to be there. We said yeah, that we could no possibly shit. get Hera. I even said like, who knows what's going to happen with Zed? And they literally put no word on Zed thus far. And, and here, here's I guess what we could give them because this stuff we wouldn't have said. But animated Rebels was in production, but due to the success of Mando S one, they changed course. Okay, that that could be. I mean, that could be true. true, but who knows? Could be very true because I guess that the series was very far in production. Apparently, LFL doesn't want to fully abandon animated Ahsoka. They may wrap her story in that. Who the fuck knows? Uh, but, but more or less, KRT has confirmed. You like that? They have confirmed what the Star Wars Time Show said last week about the possibility of the Rebels sequel and, and what the live-action Ahsoka may have done to its fate. Uh, but there, the plot of Ahsoka is obviously the search for Ezra and, by extension, Thrawn. <laughs> oh, my God. 
yeah, of course you may get you may get Rex in that series. Of course you would. You already got the damn actor hired, and he's happy. Yeah, I mean, fucking Tamir Morrison is essentially just on the LFL payroll at this point. He's right. in so much shit. He's the man. You, you the story well of the Mandalorian, Mando, Ahsoka, Rangers, Book of Boba will extend into at least the mid twenty twenties. Yeah, no shit. It's called a, a good fucking show that yeah. makes a lot of money. Uh, it, it, you know, it makes them six hundred million a month you don't turn that type of shit off i'm someone if you've got a winner like the mando you beat that thing until it is dead yeah like like get it get it to like uh, last jedi levels of pissing fans off then then start scaling it back <laughs> that that's when you take mando off the air until then that shit should last for decades it should be like days of our lives or one of these soap operas that have ran for 50 fucking years so that's really nothing big either um <laughs> yeah so there you go the, the krt yeah. bros have confirmed with the swts dudes use their brains and the force to figure out last week <sighs> I love it when I'm right, right? These guys. <laughs> it, feels, it feels good to be this smart when it comes to Star Wars speculation. It really does. But you and I, we need to get better at how we phrase what we're saying. Yeah, From here on out, <laughs> we don't fucking speculate. We're giving you leaked information. Yeah. Don't uh, worry about all right. where it's coming from. I've got yeah. an inside source. Nick has an inside source. That's all we're going to say. <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah, so... Again, not like no real information on the Rebel series other than just kind of exactly what we said last week. Yeah, it's just, just it, logically it makes sense. Yeah. And I'll give them that. I, I mean, the, the idea that Rebels probably was in production, I completely buy that, completely buy it. Uh, but they were like, holy shit, look at this Mando thing. Let's uh, maybe pump the brakes on that and use some of that content for Ahsoka uh, because we know we can turn that into another cash cow, maybe a sub getter. Or at least to keep people on the hook, those that want to, you know, bounce in in between program airings. Uh, but, you know, we, we, we kind of said this last week. So tell your friends, you know, tell your mom, tell your dad. You heard it here on the Star Wars Time Show. Ahsoka will be covering lots of content that probably would have been in the animated Rebels sequel makes total sense and i'm excited for that i just uh, we need dates man i mean i i still believe they just casually threw out 2021 for a lot of shows but you and i know they're they're not going to jam them all at the end of the year and that's where book of boba kind of has a december slot so is ahsoka coming in 2021 will it be before the book at the same time am i going to be essentially losing an entire weekend to break down star wars shows that no one cares to watch who knows yeah but there you go you know we, we got a report on the state of other star wars uh, fan podcasts especially those that are way more popular than us uh, because we should be just as if not more popular all right thank you <laughs> look at this so we've, right. we've already given you an hour and 44 those guys only gave you 36 minutes to essentially tell you the same stuff we told you last week yeah and I mean, after that, I mean, we're pretty much done with all of our topics. Holy so we're going to move. What is going here. on here? This is like, this uh, is the, nice. It's a nice clip for the show. They're, they're going to, they're going to revolt. They're going to be like, Hey, what, what about the, <laughs> the other hour and a half you guys owe us? No, 
No, sir. <laughs> See, we have to we have to go based off of the content that the the That's force right. provides us. And this week, not a lot of content. Yeah, it was does provided. it does suck not having Mando anymore? But hey, we we've yeah. done it before. We 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 definitely can fill uh, uh, airspace. Hey, look, two hours of time on a show where basically all we talked about was Lucasfilm games coming out and two comics. <laughs> like, that's not bad. That's, that's some not quality bad. nonsensical banter right there, my friends. Yeah. So, all right, but we are at the we are as Nick said. We we kind of we we've woven through the opening random tangent segment. We've hit all the important Star Wars topics of the day. And now it's time for the fan segment, because that, that is the type of show we are. Not only do we want to give you this amazing Star Wars hot takes, but we also want to include you on the show. Yeah. So every week, you never know, it could be an hour before the show, 10 minutes before the show, a day or two before the show. We're going to throw up a question of the week on Instagram. We'd like you to reply, and depending on your answer, you may get featured during the question of the week response segment, which we are in right now. So this week's question, Nick, was, and it was late, but are you consuming High Republic content? Why or why not? I want to, I want to try to keep stuff somewhat relevant. Nick is right. Thinking of questions is way harder than it should be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because you just want to fall into the rut of all the same shit, like who's the best or who's this or who's your favorite? I felt like, well, at least this somewhat ties into some of the day's topics as well as what is happening in Star Wars right now. And that is the High Republic era. Uh, so we dropped this out for our lovely fans to reply to. And, and we got some responses. Um, I'll, I'll read. I'll do the normal. So I'll read through the regular. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the two can... story responses. Yeah. So first one comes from our buddy Kingdom of Weird, who I think is, is watching live today. Yeah, so what's up, dude? There. Uh, but his response was, nah, I'll just get the synopsis from you guys. Give, <laughs> give me it in animated form and I'd be all over it. So yeah, there you go. I, I agree. I mean, I, I would much rather love these being moving images, but, uh, if we can get Nick to, to pick up his pace on the book, he can fill you in on that. And hopefully my uh, breakdown of the comic helped you there. Uh, but you're not going to get any of the young adult shit. None of that. You're, you're going to get the proper novel here if we ever get around to actually uh, moving through it and the comic breakdowns. So uh, we speak your name, Kingdom Weird. There's nothing wrong with that answer. We actually, that is the right answer. Okay. Yep. That is the right answer. You, you may just be waiting a lot longer than you'd have to if you read it yourself. Exactly. I mean, who, who knows when we can give you the full breakdown <laughs> right. on Light of the Jedi? Right. It's whenever one of us finishes either listening to it or reading it. Yeah, so. my, my early my early review is the first chapter is great for putting you to sleep. There we go. But Nick <laughs> says it gets much better. All right, next up. And we missed him last week because he came in uh, late. And then Nick purposely does not like posting stuff from Bostajan. But we got him in here. Just hate him. Hate that guy. <laughs> That's what he said. He's like, I, I was like, sorry, man, we missed this. He's like, it's all right. Nick fucking hates me anyway. <laughs> but here he is. Darth, Darth Hideous is back. Star Wars Toys 73. And it's a short one. I'll give him credit. Maybe Nick's punishment last week wised him up to the fact yeah, that he realized doing like, uh, three screenshots worth of swearing. <laughs> We uh, are the arbiters of the content here, Boston exactly. Jan, not you. Exactly. But here he is. Here <laughs> he is. Of course, I'm devouring the new Republic content. Hi, Republic, buddy. I've tried to get Matt onto audiobooks. Hey, it sort of worked. I'm on it if you're listening. 
I don't have a lot of time, so audiobooks are the best way for me to consume Star Wars words and shit. Very, very highly educated sentence. But that's the type of show we run here. So anyways, back to it. So far, so good. It helps that one of my favorite narrators is doing this book. I'm only about a third of the way through it. Honestly, it does feel weird not having the Sith as the main protagonist, but they may yet reveal themselves. Matt, don't be Mm -hmm. a fuck. Listen to the first Thrawn trilogy. You won't regret it. It's some of the best words and shit you will hear. And definitely listen to it. You can sack tap me if I'm wrong, you douche face. (laughs) Also, fuck you, Nick, for not getting my response last week. I polished your balls and everything. (laughs) Look, man, like I said, we we were pulling stuff quickly right before the show, and I didn't even look at story responses. And I think yours came in late anyway. Yeah, we were definitely, we're never prepared. That's just how it is. Just just get used to it. You don't get a permanent spot on the show, Basta Jan. (laughs) <laughs> nobody has a permanent spot on the there show other than me and Matt he is the gatekeeper of the content yeah all right when I, when I flip to this next one this is going to be my pee break of the show so uh, uh all right spend like at least 30 seconds on our buddy Jared's there we go so Sir Dork 730 like Matt said our good buddy Jared says he's currently on chapter six of Light of the Jedi audiobook so he's an audiobooker too uh but he's at the same spot as me uh, super interesting. It's fun jumping into an entire new era of Star Wars. I know nothing about. I mean, yeah, that's what's super intriguing about this whole era is that nobody knows anything about it other than the people who wrote it. Brand new content, apparently very well produced in terms of audiobook. And apparently a lot of people do audiobooks and not real books like intern, Matt, Bostajan, Jared. Am I the only person who reads actual words and shit now? Maybe I should just be an audio book or two, and then I can just put it on, fall asleep, and then let the words just seep into my brain, and then I wake up and I know everything about Light of the Jedi. I actually, um, I, I think, and look, I just plop back in there. I, there I think Perfect. Super Scoundrel got the words and shit. Okay, uh, so he's got the real book Yeah, as well. I think he's, he's words and shit in this. It. Next one, too. So this is Action Figure Neverland. Brian, I've been audiobooking Light of the Jedi. You might- <laughs> I mean, we attract morons, bro. I mean, we nothing. Hey, look, I literally told people last week to, that the audiobook was free. So I should not be upset that people. All right. Are yeah, this, yeah, this is your fucking fault. Anyways, this is my it, fault. it is with me, at least. Yeah. Really loving it so far. I'm not a big reader. So thank goodness for audiobooks. I've decided to do it since I'm still so hyped up with Mando and upcoming Star Wars shows slash movies. I need more Star Wars content somehow. And also, just in case any of those upcoming Star Wars stuff references in High Republic, I'm ready. So I tell you, man, it's like 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 minds are attracted to each other. Apparently so. I've been audio uh, book. Yeah, I just like I'm not a big audio. reader, so thank you for <laughs> books. All of our responses should just be just should just start with I'm not a big reader, and then go into <laughs> the, go to the rest of it. Nico uh, Tronis says. I'm not, but that's because I have too much on my plate currently. May give the audiobooks a listen. <laughs> <laughs> but based on what I've seen so far, I'm not exactly excited about any of it. Seeing the lightsaber issue from the first comic is one reason I'm half checked out before actually reading it. Is this another Holdo maneuver? I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know what he's what he means by the, the lightsaber issue. issue from the first comic. I read the first comic and I'm like, what the fuck's he talking about? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, is there, is, was there like some sort of 
uproar from the community about a lightsaber i, I don't it's know got man. A, it's like, got a, I, they got a cross guard <laughs> like yeah I, I had no idea i mean the only lightsaber i saw was uh, skiers and keeve and like i said keeve wields the bow that that breaks down the two distinct hilts i who the fuck knows man yeah no is that like a problem because we've seen that before I don't know. I mean, who who the fuck knows? It's like we we, we talk about it all this time. Star Wars fans hate Star Wars. Yeah, I don't understand. It's, <laughs> it's very like, weird. Like anything that new, anything new comes out for Star Wars, most Star Wars fans want to find what's wrong with it versus just letting it wash over them and seeing if they like it. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, interesting that Nico has apparently heard bad things. I, I actually heard the the opposite. Um, all right, Impala Austin, who was big Amish, also on here plugging the the, the TikTok. He says, See? as of right now, no. Super busy with work and as a menace two-year-old and a menace two-year-old. So the Yeah, the that's kind kid. of what Klondike was saying in the chat here. He's like, young kids equals audiobooks. And yeah, yeah I, I can feel <laughs> that. I mean, it's just, it's like what I was saying. I'm I'm not bitching. I love that I've had four weeks to just kind of uh, devolve and hang out with an almost five-year-old, but there are some times you're like, holy shit, these things drain your life. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, no alone time. Very true. Uh, eventually, fuck yes, I will. Also, if you have TikTok, follow <laughs> yeah. at Star Wars Time Show That's for how you more do content. It. There Big we go. Amish. The plug. The plug. That a boy. He's working his way to that <laughs> masthead. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then we got Bat2797 here. He was in the chat earlier as well. Uh, better late than never. I'm consuming the High Republic content. Light of the Jedi is on the way, and I'll be glued to the Star Wars Time Show go. comic reviews and breakdowns. There we go. So it so, sounds like Bat might actually be reading. I think it. he's getting a physical book. Yeah, unless yeah, he unless said, he's yeah. getting a like a, an actual tape delivered to him to listen to. <laughs> him. I think he, I think no. Bat he just might he just said in the chat, still waiting for my hard copy. There we go. The hard copy. That's the way to do it. That a boy. Uh, Next up, we have CT1538. He says, no, just seems too mystical and fantasy-like for me. What? Not a fan of the art style personally, and the lightsaber in the tree panel sealed the deal for me. Is that what Nico was talking about? Lightsaber in the tree? What's happening here, Nick? Like, I, I don't understand how people okay, can just be like, this is where I know I nothing least, about this, but no. This is where I at least feel like I'm... I'm not as dumb as i look i, I don't like, i don't what are, what are we even talking i'm glad that i don't even know what people are talking about here yeah like i don't understand like lightsaber in the, in the tree, tree panel. panel like i don't even know what what that's referencing lightsaber. you read the goddamn comic <laughs> i know that's it's like did, did i did i skip a digital page did it did it get deleted from comicsology i don't fucking know man I have no idea what's going on here. I just don't understand. It seems too mystical. Have you watched Star Wars? I, <laughs> like, I just don't understand. I, I will say from so far, as far as I'm into it, there is no more mysticism that is associated with this as, as there are with any other Star Wars properties. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, honestly, it's, it's almost less because it's in their face. I mean, you know, 200 years down the road, the Jedi have been severely wasted, if not eradicated by OT. So the Jedi almost were more mystical in the OT in the sequel than they were in the high Republic because they were so plentiful. Yeah. It's you know what I mean, like they are more to me, mystical, more wizardry, like magician, like yeah. to the people in the OT and sequels because they didn't get to see them up front and center. 
Yeah. I mean, and I will say again, for those of you out there, like, don't dismiss content from shit that you see on the internet. Like, if you see some asshole on Reddit say like, hey, man, fucking Empire Strikes Back was bad. I, I wouldn't watch it. I think it's pretty shitty. Would you just not watch it because of that? Like, this um, is like, Nick, you're just, talking about humans in 21st century life. You're, so yeah, you're right. I mean, we, we basically had an insurrection in America last week because people were telling them stuff on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's very easy to uh, get people to drink whatever Kool-Aid you want. I mean, like, as I'm with as you. Dude, we talk it, about this all the time, especially with reviews and when I used to do all that stuff. I, I never understood people that wanted to like read a movie review before going to see the movie yourself. Yeah. Uh, I, I get maybe wanting to do your research on buying a video game or a car. Yeah. Like car in particular, cause it's a yeah. huge investment. But if you're dropping 15 bucks, do you really want to know what the movie's about before you go? Yeah. And I mean like for a book that you can literally get for free if you have audiobook subscribe like if you haven't right. redeemed audiobook stuff on Amazon that you can literally get for free take the time to form your own opinion and this is coming from people who who put out reviews because it is ex like people expect us to review Star Wars content at certain points like we've reviewed all the movies we reviewed the games like the the Jedi Fallen Order video game Matt does reviews of the comic books but like I don't give a shit if you look at our review score or not. Like you should form your own opinion on this content. Don't let it be colored by somebody else yes. saying that, man, I don't know that you, there was a tree and a lightsaber. What? That, like, he's right. Because once your mind is, is tainted, good or bad, you're going to go into that property with a preconceived notion of how it's going to make you feel. And that, completely destroys any organic reactions to that art form yeah uh you, you almost like you go in with a chip on your shoulder right yeah uh, wonder woman 84 was a recent example i didn't read any reviews but before the public could see it it was like oh 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 smashing success blah blah blue and then it gets released and my, you know, my stunt buddy is like, oh, dude, look, look, look what's happening. So were the reviewers full of shit or what? Even knowing that caused me to go on the Wonder Woman 84 on kind of wonky ground. Yeah. Because it was like, oh, I heard that it was pumped up and now I'm hearing that normal people see and it's not. So I already went in almost judging it. Uh, and that's why I watched it twice. I, I had to watch it the second time. The first time I was watching my dad and he's literally retarded. Like when it comes <laughs> to movies, he's like, do you know what's going on? I'm like, man, your dementia is fucking kicking in big time. Because uh, like he was lost within the first minute. So I was like talking to him the first screening. So I was like, I'll watch it again. I wasn't really feeling it. I watched it again. I was like, okay, yes, I'm, I'm more in line with the 60 to 70% Rotten Tomato than the 90% that pro critics were given it. it. It is. I mean, unless you have to fork over a heavy investment, I highly recommend avoiding any type of opinions, reviews, whatnot on pieces of art, yeah, it's like, be it books, comics, video games, movies, TV and shows. It's just like, it's so easy to consume, especially you can literally passively consume it as an audiobook. Like you don't even have to actively be reading. Like you could, you could, do just like Matt does. Go go for a walk, thirty minutes. There you go. That'll probably cover, you know, maybe three, four chapters of the book. I mean, 
I just don't understand how people can be so dismissive of content nowadays when it's literally like this is the future of Star Wars. Like you may want to think that the future of Star Wars is going to be you're going to get Mandalorian content forever or Luke Skywalker and we very well might. But like you also have to realize that you can't rely on one seven year period of time forever. Like you have to be open to other stories that are being told outside of the characters that you know. And if if you're unwilling to do that, then you're just not going to be a Star Wars fan for a long time. Like you're, I you're, just want to know uh, what the fuck the lightsaber in the tree panel thing is. If, if anyone's yeah, I, on the chat and they have some insights into this new controversy, let fill us in. We're going to move on to the next one here. But. I mean, is it just like shit from like old days where like like old like old English shit where you would see like blades in in I, in trees? The only thing like I that? I don't know. The only I, I'm guessing maybe the the Wookiee Jedi his his hilt is wood and apparently that doesn't work i don't know what are you talking about the the wookie jedi padawan from clone wars hilt was made don't yell at me motherfucker i'm not the one that's that's angry (laughs) about all this stuff i'm just trying to guess i I just don't fucking get it like i I don't understand it and like look i'm not saying that this dude should stop listening to us ct1538 i'm just saying like give it a chance for yourself like Hey, Nick, save some of this vitriol because the last one's really going to get you fucking worked up. All right, next one. This is Moore 3000 He says, absolutely, just got my copy of Light of the Jedi last night and got about 100 pages into it. I'm excited for more Star Wars content in print. Some of the old EU content will be hard to beat, but they're off to a good start. Soul's writing style reminds me a bit of Drew Carpetian, which is a very good thing. Needless to say, I'm anxious to finish this one. And for the next one to come out, keep up the good work on the podcast, guys. Really top notch stuff. Thank you. Yes. And I, I will agree. As far as I've written, uh, read so far, it does remind me of Drew Carpetian, who who wrote the um, Darth Bane novels. Um, very similar in terms of their their chapter breaks. Like they don't write super long chapters, which I'm not a huge fan of. Um very similar in terms of the way that they, they like they describe scenes and things. So, uh, souls done are very, very impressive job so far. So, Hey, I, I mean, Jay Moore outside of uh big Amish, they have the best stuff because they, they talk about us. Yeah, I know. Right. He said, keep up the good work. Like on right the there at the end, the keep up go. the good work in the podcast, really top notch stuff that can't fucking I'll take that. that. I'll take Sean that. O'Shaughnessy. Oh yeah. Here you go. That's a solid name. If if any Here even if goes. I hate your response, go, Nick, go, go. No, Nick, mainly go, because the go, characters Nick, are go. lame and the art style <laughs> is lackluster, and the big bad go, is a Nick, load of plants. Go, Sounds like go, another go. Disney Seuss fest to me. First off, this dude is just like ill informed because the big bad is not a load of plants. The big bad, <laughs> as we mentioned earlier, is the Nile, and if you would have looked at anything that was. High Republic related leading up to the release of these novels and or comics, you should have heard about the Nile. And if you didn't, you really cherry picked out what you saw. And I mean, like the art style <laughs> literally doesn't make a difference if you're reading a novel or listening to an audiobook. There's no pictures in those. It's just words. <laughs> I just don't understand how, like, I don't know. Maybe people just don't like content now. Like they... They just want to sit there and they want to watch ESB over and over again on a loop until their brain melts. But like, 
what are you gonna do? Like, does, did your Star Wars life end <laughs> after fucking 2005? Like, is that it? Hey, my is friends, by the way, think of this as my Boba Fett rant, but in Nick's demeanor, because that's <laughs> yeah. what he's doing. Yeah, like, Amish, he, if you want, if you want fucking TikTok content, tag he, he, some of these fucking timestamps where <laughs> I'm, I'm not going off on these people. I'm going off on the mindset. <laughs> Like it's it's Dude, it just bad. You need to me. go to our Instagram and read this guy's because he started a whole thread of people yelling at him. <laughs> I mean, rightfully like, so. Yeah, I love it's, it. I knew I knew this one would get you worked up after I heard you on that last one. I was like, I can't wait till he sees Sean's here. Uh, this is like fun. I just don't understand. Like I don't care about the Disney <laughs> Snooze Fest thing. I don't care what what you know. Yeah, Mandalorian fucking put me to bed every Friday. Yeah, another Disney snooze fest. Like, don't even let's not even dive into that. But I like, just, hey, I just like it. It happens on rare occasions, but I just like when Nick is the angry one and not me. It's it's, it's nice because like, look, I like to smile and have fun on this show. I don't always like to yell and and tell people they're stupid. I love watching this. This is fantastic. Like if you like I can understand the people who have who have hate towards the the sequel trilogy and everything around that. I get it. Like it's done now. You the content is already out and and has been consumed. What I don't understand is people like this and like the last and like CT who are like I'm not even going to try it because of something I saw on the because of a picture I saw on the internet. Oh, it, it, it's it's all the time. I mean, uh, Clone Wars, they didn't like the it was animated. Rebels, they didn't like the style of animation. I mean, it, it's always just, something. And it's, then the whole art thing, dude, it, it's a thread that I believe Venomous started. You know, he he's got some major pull and I, I saw this kind of on his stuff, but he he essentially posted a video of him laughing at the the art pieces like the the jedi characters from new republic and some people just got absolutely butthurt like you're making fun of other artists and you just put out that video about star wars theory and how it was wrong for people to make fun of him like what's your problem then obviously it starts a whole shit show in the comments <laughs> i'm like you're an artist yourself don't you think it's kind of rude to be laughing at other people's art and he's just like hey it's my fucking opinion i think the characters look stupid and as nick is saying the art can be one thing yeah they may look silly or generic or boring but who gives a fuck about art in a novel there is no art in a novel you motherfucker yeah. the only <laughs> art on the light of the jedi is the is the dust cover and you can literally <laughs> take the dust cover off and then it's just a white ass book and like, actually I, I thought i mean i think the art in the comics has gotten worse as a whole <laughs> in 2020 and 2021 but the High Republic art that I saw, and Nick, we, I've actually been filled in now so I can explain uh, why people hate the High Republic because of wood. But I thought the art was fine. But anyways, during Keeve's trial, she's, she has to climb one of these spires. And, you know, like I said, the, these locusts come in and shit starts to get fucked up and she's falling. And when she's falling, she sticks her saber into one of these big ass spherical things to slow herself down and yeah. apparently people thought that was wood and like physically that shouldn't happen so that's the big controversy are you fucking that kidding if you me? use a lightsaber on a wooded pole it would not slow you down it would just slice have you right not watched the beginning of return of the jedi where luke skywalker literally hits somebody in the head with a lightsaber and they just fall down <laughs> like 
Are you like go yeah, watch yeah, the, the, entire... the old movies? The old movies definitely didn't uh, have as as powerful as lightsabers Dude, as people lightsabers worked differently depending on who was holding them. Like <laughs> fucking Obi Wan Kenobi cuts off some guy's hand and there's just blood gushing out from everywhere. Like there's just a pool of blood on the ground, and then. Darth Vader cuts off Luke's hand and it's like he just stuck his hand like his hand got cut off by by fire like yeah. and it cauterizes it and then Luke Skywalker hits somebody with a lightsaber and it doesn't even cut him it just hits him in the head well Darth like, Vader also swings at an empty tunic and does it does nothing to it so. yeah it, like the tunic doesn't even get cut <laughs> no like the if, if that's but really, god damn it Nick <laughs> if you stick a lightsaber in wood it's not gonna slow you down Dude, like, if that's really what this is about, then, like, I, I just don't know what to say. Like, the, it's like the, the way that lightsabers chat, have been I mean, portrayed just, throughout all of it has been so inconsistent. Like, <laughs> we have know, reached man. a point in humanity where there, no one's allowed to have fun anymore. Everything there has to be shitty aspects of everything. Uh, no one can just enjoy. By the way, science fiction—it's <laughs> not real, motherfuckers. Like half the physics that they make up in star wars wouldn't work in real physics just ask yeah. neil degrasse tyson yeah uh, it is I funny just, man I, you, you gotta love star wars fans i just don't get uh, it dude like if that's it that is it i mean you can write that off to what exactly what they wrote off the fucking shit in the original trilogy too that that lightsabers have a power meter and you can turn it down to where it doesn't cut through shit and if that's the case then you could literally turn it to, to where it's just like a knife and it just sticks in something and holds The only there. thing, I mean, Bossagen has a point, and I think you'll agree to it. The only negative about poopy art is that it, it doesn't really serve as, as any sort of eye catcher. Like, ooh, look at that. Yeah. I, I bet that book is interesting. I, I do understand that. Uh, but, but really, for a novel... That's about it. I mean, the, the the cover is there to suck your eyes in and maybe get you to pick it up. But what is, the words and shit are what make the characters, not not the imagery. Yeah. Because like, as I've always been told, the joys of reading, Nick, is that you get to create the world in your mind. I mean, that that's true for me, because I know that different people, when they read a book, they have different mental you know, yeah, I, I try they, to flesh they, they something out in my gray matter and it always looks stupid because yeah. just like I can't flesh out scenes for my toys to take pictures, I have a hard time <laughs> figuring out with like I'm listening to that book and, you know, the first chapter you're, you're POV with the ship captain and I'm just sitting there. Yeah, she must be in a silver room staring at a wall. <laughs> That's kind of what I thought. But, but all right. So, I, yeah, I, we got fired yeah. up Nick twice. It was well, good. There, you, there you go. Fucking. Uh, big amish if you want some tiktok content from me you just got it it's i'd um, say like the two hour mark to 212 it might be in there <laughs> so mutant jedi rangers our last responder he says recently finished a lot of the jedi audiobook finished it already impressive really love some of the new jedi and Most can't wait impressive. to read more about them especially Loden Greatstorm, Bel Zedifar, avar chris and elzar mon so i haven't gotten to elzar's um introduction yet but i have been introduced to the other three so load load great storm's a pretty boss name he's a green twilic really jedi master yeah mm -hmm. huh so and then bell zedifar is the his apprentice so and avar um, is the hottie yeah avar is the blonde girl that you met and yeah, then if, I if you're in the girls she's she's probably one of the best looking jedi she's up there <laughs> with with isla for me 
There you go. But I, just, uh, I need a live action version of Chris, though. Yeah. So, so there you go. I mean, really, the only people that I that I really went off on. It seems like there's a good mix of interest. Some people not interested. Some people interested. The only people who I went off on were the ones who said, "I'm not going to read it because of internet things." If you, if you, and here's what I'll say, and this is the God's honest truth: if you give content a try, if you read the book and then you say, "I didn't like it," totally fine. Like that is you informing yourself on the content and then making up your own mind. But if you are out there saying that there's a picture on the internet of a lightsaber in a tree and that just did it for me, I don't respect your opinion. (laughs) Like I just can't understand shit like that, but that people can make up their minds whatever way that they want to. And some people do it in a really dumbass manner. It really is. It's just, that is and I, I teach this in, in my college HTML course. When humans get on the internet, they devolve. I do it. Nick does it. Every one of you do it. You may not know it, but you do it. Case in point, pull up a really long article online and tell me you read that whole fucking thing. No way. You're going to be sitting there scrolling up and down like, where's the bullet points? Where's the summary? I'm stupid. Yeah. It's just the same thing now. It's like we, we have this internet group think and again, I don't even like going into it, but, but look what that has done to America politically. We, we literally have 70 plus million people who are out of their fucking mind because they've been brainwashed by the Internet. Yeah. Brainwashed. It's, it's fucked up. <laughs> like, uh, How do you yeah. spell HTML again? H-T-M-L. There you go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man, I mean, it, it, like our society is in serious fucking trouble right now. And like, you know, we're we're a young country, like people forget about that. And like, we're really going through our rough teen years right now because I'm like Taylor and I, like you said that, you know, your wife's like fucking renew the passports, get this shit ready. Yeah, and like, bro, like <laughs> last last Wednesday. I mean, everyone knows what we're talking about. And if you don't, you're a communist. Uh, but last Wednesday, I mean, literally, once she got done with work, she's like, I, I got to, she had her passport in her hand. She's like, mine's almost expired. I got to get it. I know I lost yours. We got to get it. We got to get one for Charlie. I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, let's chill out. Like, we're not, we're not immigrants yet. Like, uh, the place hasn't fully collapsed. Let, let's at least wait till the inauguration when they do uh, fully launch the civil war. But yeah, I mean, sh- shit's here is just fucked up. And a lot of it is because of unchecked, unmoderated internet shit. Yeah. And thank God these fucking tech companies have finally gotten over the, the, the almighty dollar and are doing the right thing for humanity. And any one of you to think this is censoring, you're fucking stupid. They are private companies. Guess what? The side bitching about being censored, they're the ones that want uh, uh, bakers to turn away, turn away gay couples that want a cake. Because it's a private business, it's their right. There you go, motherfuckers. You reap what you sow! <laughs> you break the TOS, you're gone. Every one of these motherfuckers should have been gone years ago, but they kept them on there because they make money. It's not hard to figure out. And all these other idiots, like, oh, I lost so many followers. Yeah, because they're fucking bots and nut jobs. Yeah. It's that like, should have been banned. If you lose 50,000 followers after after Twitter does a bot purge, that should be a heads up to you that, that you had a it, lot of bot followers. Yeah, the, the content you put out attracts Russian bots. 
Yeah, so so there you go. Whatever. Anyway, that's the end of our Star Wars fan questions. I urge all of you to form your own opinion on the High Republic <laughs> and not let the internet trolls in a picture of a lightsaber in a tree fucking color your opinion before you actually read it. Yeah, otherwise Nick's going to tell you your opinion sucks. Like your opinion if that is it, if if that's what your opinion is, you are brain dead. Like, no, I don't correct. know what else to tell come you. Correct. If you're an idiot or not, at least have your dumb facts lined up. Yeah. Because like, when it comes to people like myself, and I know Nick's probably the same way, if I read something, see something, I am going to vet, double check, and whatnot, and have my ammunition ready for the morons that just click on titles and don't read anything. It's not just, hard to, like, almost be somewhat intelligent in this world. You just got to follow the breadcrumbs. You got to do a little bit of research to vet shit out, and you can really see what is happening. Yeah, like, take a fucking second. So, uh, anyway, <laughs> we're done now with the fan question of the week. That's going to move us into our top five Star Wars fan artist features this week, of the week. We got savvy featured this week, so I've, we've already sworn way too much. Yeah. <laughs> so last, we have, time, last time we had her for a feature, she actually did a great little story for us, but she had to put up like, uh, for my fans, you got to watch out for these guys' uh, language. The, yeah. This week is also going to be a uh, fan shot breakdown. So we've got two All shots right. for, for Matt to break down this week and for us to give our opinions on. So I mean, at this uh, point, at, at the rate I take toy pictures, I may have to relinquish this role to someone that actually takes toy <laughs> pictures because I haven't, to, I haven't to, done toy photography in two months now. We may have to pull in a uh, yeah, a, an, a actual, pro, like an actual an actual toy six. photographer. <laughs> yeah. So first up this week for the top five, we have new top five entry. This is at Rob with three B's, R O B B B underscore Chase. With a very clean Kylo Ren TFA portrait here. And what I really like about this is, is to me, he really captured Starkiller base in this shot. Like the background that he chose, the snowflakes falling, the, you know, this is obviously TFA Kylo that we're seeing in the shot. And then also he did a great job animating uh kylo's blade here the the cross guard yeah, that's what i was gonna say i mean uh, th there's a reason i i hardly shot kylo when you know they were they were kind of the main star wars deal and it's because of the lightsaber vfx and i just yeah. don't give a fuck like i i hate doing this type of stuff but that is a mean looking kylo blade and rob chase and I, I believe nick we actually have had him on before because he's an account that is like an expert level Funko photographer that it looks to be dabbling in figures now. And clearly Rob's skill set has extended into the 112 scale figure line because if we just go pull up his account here, which I'll have on the live stream. And if you want to join the live stream, we typically do it on Tuesdays, anywhere between two and three PM East for at least two hours, usually closer to three. Yeah, I'm up here now. I believe we we featured his Vader shot that I'm looking at right now. But yeah, I mean, dude, dude's pretty good at this stuff. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter what type of figure line, uh, the pops. I mean, look, look at the Kylo pop shot. I know this is in the the uh, feature folder, but that's just another money looking crispy uh, VFX correct Kylo shot from at Rob B -b 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 Chase. Yeah, I know. It's such a... Such a great photographer. I mean, even the most recent Mando shot with the pop in the in the oh, yeah. dark saber. That's just good stuff. I mean, good stuff. Rob clearly knows how to frame. 
how to add in, you know, some interesting poses. Uh, but but really, I think his his or her whatever post processing work is is on point, top notch for sure. Yeah. So, uh, Rob R O B B B underscore Chase in the top five. Well done, sir. Next up, we have. <laughs> I love this. This one. is a fun. I love this crossover. So this this is yeah. a, a Marvel Star Wars crossover from at five two nine underscore J J A Y. And what yeah, we see 529J, uh, Nick, I know you're not like looking at this every day, but he excels at these kind of comedic mashups. Yeah, I can see that now. He's, he's clearly a big account, over 10,000 followers. But yeah, like he, he does seem to be another master of the mashup. So I'm a big fan of this one here in particular. So we see Tony Stark, uh, <laughs> not it. in the Iron Man suit, but what we see is Tony Stark forging the the Mando Beskar helmet in the background, you can see the uh, Iron Man Mark one suit. And then in the foreground right next to Tony is Din wearing the (laughs) Iron Man Mark one helmet with baby Yoda right next to him on the table with his signature bowl of soup. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's almost like Din showed up at at Stark's garage to, to get some work done, you know, maybe get a dent pounded out of the helmet or something after he just ate dark trooper fist and while Tony was working on the helmet, uh, Din had a little fun and, and grabbed, you know, the Mark One face mask and threw it on. He's almost like in a pose, like, "Hey, what do you think? Like, how do I look?" Stuff like that. And you got Grogu, perfectly sitting there holding his little his little bowl, just taking it all in. It, it just it's just a really fun scene, and, and obviously well executed. You got a little workman table there. You got the the the, the sledge. You got the Hall of Armor in the background. You see Cap's shield there. I mean, just just great little nuanced stuff. There's even some Iron Man parts underneath the table. If you're if you're looking or not looking, I'm trying to describe it for those of you on the audio only shot. But yeah, great stuff by at five two nine underscore J. Yeah, uh, and like I said, just looking at the profile here on the live stream, uh, just great photography in general. But but fun mashups. Uh, the Bob on, on the Iron Throne that's to be featured. I think the Deadpool I have to be featured in there. Just just fun stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So at 529 underscore J on Instagram. I got this Jordan too, and I'd love to shoot it. I just don't know what to do. And here you, <laughs> here's 529. He's got a Jordan and Grogu, and it works. Yeah, it does. I works. just wouldn't even, wouldn't even think of that. Works really well. All right. Next up, we have this shot. It actually kind of like confused me for a second. This is from at Tegan Lee Draws. T-E-G-A-N-L-E-I-G-H draws on Instagram. I mean, we, we've had her featured before, and, and oh, yeah. still to me, one of the most talented real-ass painters because, dude, like you said, what the hell? I was, like, scrolling through the feed. <laughs> what is this thing? Like, I saw it, and I at first I saw I was like, oh, why did, why did we just have a picture of, like, you and on an iPad on here? And then I, like, <laughs> stopped and opened it, and I was like, holy no. shit, like, Tegan drew this. This yes. isn't like a, a picture of you and like Tegan Lee draws drew this on a wake, like on, you know, with digital painting, Photoshop, whatever she uses. And it is a fucking pitch perfect spot on just portrait of Obi-Wan Kenobi from rots on this, on this iPad. And I mean like down to like literally perfectly portraying light rays coming through like uh, uh, some sort of great like nailing hair to almost a perfect degree like everything about this image 
is nuts. Like this is this is next level. This is why, like when we talk about the real ass painters, uh, it's just I I believe they're they're magicians. It's not. It can't be real. Like how does this come out of someone's hands? Yeah. How? Explain it to me, damn it, Tegan. How? My goodness. Like like how does Tegan Smith? not have 15,000 followers. What, what's this yeah. 5,500 follower stuff? Yeah. Get, I don't get this girl a following. That. Like, like what, what are we talking about? Yeah. It's insane that she doesn't have way more followers, especially given her focus. I mean, like she's right in this like geek space. This, this picture she drew of Chadwick Boseman is just like insane. It, it's like, crazy. Yeah, man. So look, she got Tom Holland up as as Drake. Yeah, you got John Wick. They do. They they look like pictures, but they're drawings. They look fucking real. Because I'm pretty sure we talked about her her young Hamill action here. I think we did. But again, like she fucking drew that. That's not a picture of Mark Hamill. Please, Sean Forney, you're an artist. How does this happen? Like, what what did you guys do? You guys and girls, do you you like make a deal with the devil? Yeah. Sell your soul. How does this work? So how does it work? Like, I'll be the first one to tell you. And there are, there are tiers of toy photographers and really photography in general. You know, there's, there are your like artist level photographers. And then there's people like me. (laughs) I still believe with some, with some practice honing your craft people can do some pretty impressive looking art with a camera, even if they're not a traditional photographer, artist, so on and so forth. But, but this type of stuff, I think you have to be, it has to be in your DNA first and foremost. And as Forney is, is given us in the live stream, it's, it's basically, it's all you do. It's just nonstop practice and hard work. Yeah. And just repetition, repetition, repetition. Yeah, and you can see that that Tegan has probably put in years upon years of of practice here. Because well, her comment on this on the Kenobi one was this drawing took a lot of patience, but I think it paid off, and, and it surely yeah. did. I mean, it's just unbelievable. It, it, yeah, it fucking definitely did. I mean, that is about as perfect as you can get to a real human representation. And in I do, our form. I do like seeing right up here, followed by Klondike Studios, that a, a an SWTSer is supporting yeah. uh tegan so yeah we we can see we have a few SWTers on there you got klondike max maldini homemade galaxy drew original so i don't know if if they found her through the show or through other means but i'm of glad course they did nick we are the yeah <laughs> we are the gateway to all things awesome star wars art it's very true so if anything the, that's our claim right. to fame. it's the only way that they could have seen it so <laughs> Uh, so T- at Tegan Lee draws on Instagram, just an absolutely yeah, incredible representation stuff. of, of someone, someone hire her, give her a medal, a trophy. I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I feel like this shot deserves way more than 635 likes. Yeah. And I, and like, I know that our account too is not as kind to the, to oh, the no, digital no. Yeah. artists. And Lego and real ass paint doesn't fly on the Star Wars. Yeah. Show. I mean, she only got 196 on this yeah. on the Star Wars show account, which I understand. I mean, like our algorithm has basically worked itself into toy, toy photography. But man, I mean, deserving of mu- much more, as is the next one. This is from our friend at Savvy Art, S-A-V-V-Y-Y-A-R-T on Instagram. 
Um, and she has a very beautiful representation in her stylized uh, art form of Pad Queen Padme Amidala from The Phantom Menace. So this is Padme in her full kind oh, of yeah. Naboo queen garb. You get the full face paint. You get the headdress. Yeah, it's, it's, you the get first, the, it's the first uh, getup we see her in, you know, when she calls up to the Nemoidians that are screwing with her, her planet with their blockade. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I, I, I want to see a cartoon using Savvy's style. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely You know what I mean? Agree. Like, almost keeping it 2D, too. Like, you know how she's... 2D flat looking ass. Like I want that to be the cartoon. Like just her her lips and stuff move. Like yeah, like I almost like motion comic style. Or yeah, something like yeah. I, I just I, I've I mean obviously we've featured Savvy multiple times here, and uh, she does try to tag us uh, one remembered because I mean she's always busting out some good stuff as always. Yeah, yeah. We try to tour the account when we got the live stream up and going. Like her, her most recent thing. There she goes getting a nine thousand liker here. She did kind of like a little. I'd almost call it a comic, but I, I guess you could somewhat say it was a meme. But she does it with young Ahsoka all the yeah. way through old Ahsoka. And it was, I'm Ahsoka. Master Yoda sent me. Essentially, Ahsoka's first line in the movie, I believe. Yeah. And then, it, then it goes to Din saying, Ahsoka Tano! And, and he goes, Bo-Katan sent me. And it's yeah. Ahsoka all looking at him like, I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I do like that. I like that. But she did like, uh, we're looking at her, her and I believe I still have the uh, celebration portrait to share, but she did many, many versions of Amidala yeah. Yeah. on her page here. And I mean, even look at the princess toadstool. Mm-hmm. I mean, come you know what on. I would, I would, what I would like to see savvy do. I don't know if she's going to, if she listens to the show regularly, maybe she'll listen if she's on it. I would really like her to see, because like you're basically seeing Padme in a lot of different garb throughout her, her time as queen. But I think it would be cool if she did a representation of Padme in her coffin, like when they're, when they're carrying oh, her through. Look at Nick's getting morbid here. I mean, no, I, I, but get it was you. Yeah, very, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It was a very evocative kind of image and i think that savvy's style would be very interesting God. to show that we do this all the time we pull up her account but i just scroll through and it's i'm just going like god yeah. god like <laughs> uh, if i was still catholic i'd be in hell by now <laughs> uh, i mean just, even just like, fantastic shit like I, I almost want action figures based on the way her style you know what i mean yeah because it is it is slightly stylized i mean it she she does some that i think are really on point for disney animation some are a little more stylized especially you know if you go back into her portfolio man yeah she is a, a really incredible artist and has a very unique style that I think fits the Star Wars universe very in in a very cool way. So Funko uh, finds looks she might have been a, a Funkoer back in the day. Yeah, maybe so. So good stuff there at Savvy Art S A V V Y Y A R T. I, I would um, actually I'd almost say like some of you older fans, if you're listening, if you have you know little Star Wars fans, little girl Star Wars fans. At Savvy Art and at Tegan Lee Draws are great accounts to show those type of people. Like, like yeah. look at this shit. Look, look, look what these girls are doing with hard work, patience, practice, especially if they're into the arts already. Because uh, this, this shit's it, it's an, it's inspiring. I mean, I, I'm an old guy. 
I've got zero ability. I can't draw straight lines, but I, I get inspired looking at what humans like Savvy can create with their minds and their hands. Like our boy Super Scoundrel, just it, it doesn't doesn't compute with me. It just doesn't. Yeah, I have no no artistic talent in my DNA, and that's okay. My talent is talking about stupid shit for three hours a week that tens of people listen to. So I, <laughs> I, I found my niche in life, Nick. There we go. All right. Next up, last one for the top five before we get into our shop breakdown. Oh, nice. So this is I, I did like this one. At Photoy72, so at P-H-O-T-O-Y-7-2. And this is just a really cool image. I thought of, it's not really anything directly Star Wars related other than a Stormtrooper helmet that's kind of dressed up in this cool kind of, I don't know, I guess you would say like modern He's chilling. I mean, style. it's like yeah. you or me. It's anybody. I mean, he's in he's in a pair of jeans and a Jaws hoodie. Yeah. And he's got his bucket head on. I, I mean, think about uh, the days when Ezra was by himself on Lothal, when he just, you yeah. know, wear, wear a trooper ha- helmet out there. It, it's, it's kind of like a thing. And that's what I like about Photoy 72 shot here is like it, it feels real world, you know? Like this is just a fan chilling or it's a, a stormtrooper that doesn't fully like taking off his armor in between shifts yeah i also like the uh the back to the future uh reference yeah, in jo- the shot jaws itself, 19, jaws 19, <laughs> 19 yeah like there's just a lot to like about this image i don't know if it's you know it's not necessarily directly related to like oh this is a cool scene from star wars but no it is. it's like, not at all it's just it's yeah. chill as fuck it's i mean it's probably a mashup more than anything i mean I, yeah. i'm sure this is just some random dude figure that he plopped a uh, a trooper helmet on i'm guessing this is one six scale due to the quality of the accessories but i mean it, it's just a chill shot and and you get those vibes from this trooper or just a, a human who loves the empire i mean maybe this is a a 501st member on the weekend yeah they're, they're not be. in their full gear but the shot i don't know it's just it, it was very pleasing to me Exactly. Yeah. That's the best way. Yeah. That's kind of the best way to put it is very pleasing shot. So, um, yeah. So at photoy 72 on IG, uh, give him a follow. Paul Massey is the name. Uh, and he oh, does. Paul he's, Massey. He's, he just, I just saw, he just subbed to the channel. So add a boy, oh, Paul. There, there we go. Way very to nice. do the right thing. Thank you for the support. Um, and that's the end of the top five. So we're going to move on into our Fan shot breakdowns for this week. And our first one is from Jojo, Jojon, Jojongmon. God, that was, excuse me. Took I me. I need a mute button for that shit. Took me a while to get through that one. Jojongmon. I was like, Jojo in Jojongmon. That is me losing my ability to read two and a half hours into the okay, show. Okay. So. Um, well, for shot breakdown, this, this kind of goes back to what we, we've had to say on a lot of these is. These are good shots. You yeah, guys don't, just want your name. Don't, don't turn in good shots for a shot breakdown. Uh, but if we have to, what we're looking at here from Joe Jongman, it, it's two mountain troopers. So the first order mountain troopers, I believe you can get them at Target these days or some shit like that. Uh, it, it just kind of looks like they're they're at a, maybe they're at their post, they're on watch, and they're just kind of passing the downtime. One dude, he's like sitting there looking at his gun. The other guy also looks like he may be cleaning his gun. Uh, and we're supposed to break this down as if there are some issues to it. And I'm, I'm trying. Uh, yeah. 
I guess the the if you're watching on the live stream, but there there's one mountain trooper. He's kind of like sitting on a, a log. The other one is sitting down with his back resting on it. I guess you could argue the dude sitting on the log, like the post is uh, the pose is somewhat off. I was gonna say, what, what is there something on his knee? That's like his. On, yeah. What is that? That's it's hard to read that. I can't really yeah, you're tell right. what it's it is. It's not on his leg. Like you can see it bent, but it's almost like there's a lampshade. Yeah. Sitting on top of his knee. So there you go. Nick found something a little off on this. Yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure what it is, but it like it like you're literally right. now after that, kind of staring at the image, I was like, oh, something's nope. there. You're right. Now that you pointed it out, my eye only goes to that now. So I, I guess you could say that is a, a slight issue. But when I didn't see that, I still saw a, a, a pretty good looking shot. I mean, there there's some practical atmosphere in here, it looks like, with some I'm guessing spray bottle rain. Uh, I guess if you really want to get pissy you could argue that the subjects aren't technically quite lined up in the rule of three <laughs> um but yeah I, I don't know i mean good 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 for you joe jongman i think it's a good shot it, it, it's a hard one to really even try to muster up some some bullshit uh critiques I, it just i don't i don't see it yeah yeah there, it's it's a very good shot aside from that whatever it is by his knee like i don't know if that's supposed to be like a like a droid or a canteen or something like that yeah, it, but it does just, it does take the focus off of the the main subjects you are right yeah it's just hard to read what it is so um yeah i mean other than that it's a very clean shot i like the atmosphere it's, i like the the setting for the figures i like the weathering on the figures and and the poses in in general so i, I always know like i always feel like a a a toy photography shot is a good shot if I look at it and it feels like a living scene. And this one does. I mean, I, I, yeah. I totally see these two mountain troopers passing time by cleaning and looking at their guns. I mean, just that's, that's what this is to me. Yeah, absolutely. So, so there you go. Uh, I mean, overall, just a, a really clean shot by at Joe Jongman. So, <laughs> so well there, there's just like a, a, a bonus, <laughs> a bonus yeah. praise breakdown. Yeah, so uh, next up, we got Galactic Photo Guy here, and he sent through this shot of a, uh, I mean, I assume it's an Imperial ATST, and so Matt, hit us hit us with your thoughts. All right, so this one, there, there's a little bit more to discuss, I guess. I mean, I still wouldn't call it a complete throwaway type of shot, uh, but the... The the atmosphere almost overpowers the subject a bit. I, I know mm. what Galactic Photo Guy was probably going for, but it's like I'm almost more drawn to the, the 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 lighter white haze on the right than the actual lit up eyes of the chicken walker. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, and the chicken walker also looks like it's tumbling or it's not stood up straight. So you could argue the posing is off. I uh, think, you, you know, is it like falling? Is it walking? I don't know. Yeah. My main thing was going to be what you called out first was that it's almost distracting the amount of atmosphere that's pumped into it. Yeah, it's a little too much. And, and I could I could get it if there was like a background that was associated, but because it's only on a black background, and like you said, you have this this really bright white over to the right of the shot, that is, that's where your focus goes first because it's the most lit thing on the scene. And then 
I, I think maybe if you had it, like you, you were mentioning with the positioning and the, and the posing, if you had it turned to where the, the ATST was like looking at the camera and you got the full frame of its face. And then I think that the red of the eyes would then be more, you would be more drawn to that yeah. but because it's like tilted off to the side and the red eyes are kind of lost in the fog diffusion. You really don't, it doesn't pop as much no, as you, you think can't, it should. You can't really decipher w- what's going on with the ADST. Like I said, I mean, is it is it falling back? Because I have one of these, and, and the way that one, the, the, the leg in the foreground, I mean, it, it looks like it's, it's tumbling over. I yeah, mean, which, it, I mean, which it very well might be. Like, maybe that was the intention of the pose, but it's just hard to tell. Right, because of the way that the scene is set up and, and the amount of atmosphere. Yeah, just maybe uh, if it was practical, maybe one less press on the aerosol, something like that, or, or if got more of the you see how there's some light rays starting to try to take place, mm-hmm. like yeah, from the can... atmosphere. Like if you had real strong rays coming across this, I think it would make it a completely different shot. Yeah, uh, but now on the on the right side, at least what we're looking at, it does just kind of get lost in the in in the in the the uh, white of the atmosphere. Yeah, and it so, gets real dark on the left, and you kind of lose part of the subject. So there you go. Yeah, so I think with a few little tweaks that you know this could be uh, a much more standout shot. Like it would put like the the figure itself would pop more with just a little ch- you know couple changes. So. Um, I don't even know if Galactic Photo Guy tags us anymore since, you know, we we started the call for breakdowns months ago. Yeah. And I mean, we have a ton, like literally (laughs) it's it's hard for us to ask for more because we only do this every probably every two weeks now. And we have so many to cover that. I mean, we haven't uploaded more shots to breakdown since October 6th, but I think we have like 50. Like we have a lot. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a ton to go through. So. Once we finish out with this round, we'll we'll do another call for for shots to break down, um, and then we'll 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 kind of get back into it. But yeah, I mean, hopefully, Galactic Photo Guy is listening and 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 you know can either give us some comments on what he was thinking, like what his you know his thought process right. was behind the shot. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's us, far from a turd. It's just it's not quite clear what the shots trying to convey is what I yeah. would say. True, I I agree there. So. That's the end of the shot breakdowns for this week, and that'll bring us to the end of the show, which brings us to the beginning of the dance. So All Matt, right. why don't you take us uh, into holy it? Holy hell, and we finished before the three-hour mark. I mean, that is that is something special. I don't think that's <laughs> happened in two months or, or so. Uh, we, we started doing three-hour-plus shows when the Mando was in the fold because we committed to, we're not doing multiple shows, we're going to do a mega show, and they sure did get mega. But now we're kind of falling back into what we used to do the 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 two to three hour which is which is fine would you guys still love us if we did 36 minutes like krt Mm -hmm. pretty please all right but like nick said it's time to put 144 to bed that's right you've been with us now for 144 episodes ever since we made that fateful decision to jump ship from the EB podcast network and come over and brand ourselves as the Star Wars Time Show. That's right. There's always time for Star Wars Time. And the best place to get information on the SWTS is to go to StarWarsTime.net when it works. I guess they did some huge <laughs> C-panel migration, Nick. 
that oh, no. and when I used to actually care about being the server admin, I probably would have paid attention, but they migrated us from CPanel to Site Tools and hopefully nothing blew up. I haven't really checked <laughs> anything. We had uh, some plugins get updated today and they kept airing out, so it's like fuck it. I've I've gotten to the point in my IT life, at least the website creation life, where I'm literally like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> if the site goes down, we'll figure it out. Uh, last week we didn't tell anyone, but right before we went live, the site literally was dead. Like it wasn't dead as fuck. Like five oh two bad gateway Nginx dead, dead. <laughs> but it's up right now, and and the reason we're talking about it, StarWarsTime.net. That is kind of our home. That's where we will be putting out any of the content that we want to talk about on the weekly live stream, which again, you can get details about on StarWarsTime.net. Just scroll down there in the sidebar. You will see Star Wars Time on YouTube. See, that's us. There's me. There's Nick. There's the subscribe button. That is the important part of that image. So click on it. Sub up. You've got to sub up. Let's go. I think we're, we're getting around 700 on YouTube. I'm still not even going to feel like a full man until we're at 1,000. And even then, I'll only be a man with one testicle. When we get to 10,000, my second ball will drop. So let's keep it up. Come on. I know it's hard to get YouTube subs when I'm not doing the, the mandos every week, but keep telling friends. I see it every week. It's, it's way slower than I like. Our fan base grows at a glacial pace, but the key word is it grows. We see new people in the stream every week. We see new people using the tag on Instagram. And by the way, if you want to be ever featured in the now iconic, if not infamous Star Wars Time Show Top 5 Fan Artist Features, make sure you're following us on Instagram, tag at Star Wars Time Show, and use the hashtag Star Wars Time Show. Because in the end, there's always time for Star Wars Time. That's why we do this shit. There's always time. There's always time to be angry about Star Wars, but on the Star Wars Time Show, we know there's always time to just sit around, powwow with some friends, and talk about the Star Wars. And besides... If you listen to the Star Wars Time Show, and I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you, and you, and you, and you, the Force will be with you. Always. Always.